Lauren XOXO, bitch, bitch. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to this week's episode of Lauren XOXO and Friends. And before we get into this episode, I just want to say, Thank you so much to all of you who listen weekly. I have hit over 100,000 plays, and I'm like super, super excited about that. So again, thank you so much to all of you who listen weekly. And if you really, really love the show, please go on iTunes Podcast and leave a review. And let's get into this episode. How you feeling, Yaya? I'm good. You? You know. My day wasn't so perfect. I know. <laughs> we know that. Got got scammed by the dentist, and, you know, hopefully I can get it back. <laughs> so, uh, long story short, I have had a really, really bad toothache for, I'm going to say it started. I started feeling things on, like, Wednesday, and then I was able to get an appointment today with the dentist, and the dentist priced me, like, this outrageous number, but because... And this is, was for like a root canal and a filling. And because I've never like gotten anything, like I've never gotten a root canal done. I've gotten fillings done, but the price was expensive. But I was thinking like, oh, maybe this is the price for a root canal. And so I paid for it. Come to find out I was severely overcharged. Um, luckily, they didn't do all the services. So I'm going to go back. I'm going to fight for my money. And I'm going to be like, y'all can't scam me. Right. We do the scamming. Right? (laughs) Right? Imagine. Um, Imagine. So I was like pissed earlier today with like a numb mouth. Like I was walking around on the phone with like, you know, your mouth is numb from the dentist so it can't move. Mm -hmm. But you're trying to have a conversation. So I was like, no, mom, because they got me. And my mom's like, call me back because I could barely like. You could barely understand. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. So y'all pray for me. I got to go there on Friday. And hopefully I don't have to turn shit up to get my shit back. Hopefully you don't. Yeah. But like I would, you, like you said before, like you're just going to put in a claim with your credit card. Cause, um, yeah. And that's the beauty about credit cards because I remember I had an issue with Fashion Nova. Fashion Nova. <laughs> no, no, seriously. Fashion Nova didn't ship something out in October. If I put, and thank God for Chase. That's why I fuck with Chase. Even though I know some people don't really like Chase because of other things. But, um... I put in a claim with Chase, and I said, well, I didn't, they already knew. It wasn't like it was credit card fraud, like someone took my information. Mm-hmm. Um, they literally just, it, they did a chargeback because they never shipped out my order. And Chase gave me back my credit to my card, um, and they, and um, Fashion Nova had to, had to eat it. So I was pissed because I'm like, how do you, like, you got businesses be trying to take advantage of people, but I think credit cards, companies, even your debit card, depending on who you bank with, they already know what it's hitting for. So, and I paid my debit card and Chase gave back my money. Right. So, um, yeah. So, I, 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 hey, and I know your credit card company is going to be, they're not going to play no games. So, yeah, I was like, <sighs> I'm just so annoyed that I even have to deal with this. And then the lady, like the office manager, she's mad feisty. So, I know she's going to give me, like, just thinking about it. I'm I like, know, okay, no problem. She's going to give me mad pushback, but. And that's why I think in certain um, situations, paying cash is never a good idea. Yeah, no. I'm very, I'm very happy because it was such a large amount that I was like, let me put it on my Amex so I can get the points. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm paying this large amount, but I can get points from this. Let me. Um, 
But yeah, so I'm happy that I put it on my American Express because, you know, I'm definitely fighting that. Yeah. Definitely going to get my money back. Um, So yeah, I'm a little pissed, you know, but I was like, let me not stress myself out about it. I'm going to just handle it and hopefully it all works well. Right. I get my money back and I don't got to curse no white people out. (laughs) Like that, I literally just don't. Did Did you sign something? All I, I signed a piece of paper, but... It didn't have anything like it wasn't anything about like refunds or anything. Okay. So, um, and that's the thing. So, uh, you know, I'm gonna fight it either way. Or I don't know. Maybe, maybe on my receipt it has something about it. I'll look. I'll look at it after. Nah, it's not like I see it on there. Okay. No. No, but I didn't sign anything that said you couldn't get like a refund or anything. That's and the, also the services weren't done. And if the services are not done, then yeah, I'll just get my money back because they they were reaping your ass. That was that was ridiculous. Cause I'm like, girl, the money you spent, she could, she could have went to Columbia, and I'm like, you got it. You could have got your ass done. Could have got a fat transfer and everything. I could have got a Dior bag. <laughs> right? No, you really could have. Like the Dior bag. I love I've the been Dior looking bags. At, you know, I could have. I could have booked a trip somewhere. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, it's so funny when we think about things. It's just like health or like. That's why I tell people, like, I'm not ready for a kid because I'll be thinking, like, diapers or shoes. That's a fact. Like, I'm like, nah, like, I'm sorry that baby gonna be fucking shitting on, on the floor because I'm not. I'm not there. Like, I'm not there. I'm not there. Yeah, like, when I heard the prices, I was just thinking about, like, everything that you could buy. All the bags and shoes and shit that I've been passing up. <laughs> And I'm like, so now I gotta spend this shit on this? You know, people don't realize how important dental health is. And it's what frustrating me because, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because I know there's one guy, his teeth are fucked up, like, fucked up, missing. Well, actually, he just got his teeth done recently, though. Oh, but you. No, but I guess because he's watching my stories. Remember when I was talking shit about people's teeth? I think it was like sometime last year, I kept doing one in on people's teeth on my story. Really? You don't remember seeing that shit? And when you was watching, anyway, she was watching stories, but. <laughs> I don't remember, but... And you was laughing. I believe it. Okay. So, All right. I know so. you were laughing. So, anyway, because my thing is I feel like with dental... I feel like dent, people don't take dental health seriously because you people don't understand when your teeth are hurting, and that means you having an infection. Yes. And people understand, like, that could travel to your heart and your brain. And people are like, oh, just take an Advil or take and this you get, or take like, that. aneurysms. Yeah, and like, stuff like shit. that shit is nothing to play with. Because I never forget when I was a kid, we was watching Channel 7 News. I think I had to be, like, eight or nine. This shit stuck with me to this day. This little boy who his parents did not have dental insurance. He lived somewhere in number five boroughs. And he ended up dying because the infection from his tooth went to his brain. Oh my god. And that shit stuck with me. Luckily, like my parents my mother didn't play that shit. Like we go to the dentist every six months, like for cleaning and I didn't I didn't really get cavities or whatever like that until I got older. Um, but I always make sure it's my pick making my business to make sure I get a clean in and stuff like that. Cleaning is important and I feel like a, people don't do it enough. Mm-hmm. And it's basically it's either free or it'd be like twenty five dollars. It's not that big of a deal. And you can go twice a year. Yeah, it's every six months you get a clean in. And so sometimes I'm telling I you, that's just no at joke. People, like, cause that guy, let me say something. This motherfucker had every Rolex. This man had all the chains, and I don't deny that he didn't. He didn't have money, but I think his teeth issues come from health, and I don't think he's even getting his health checked up because of the way he is. And a lot of people don't go to the doctor, whether it be because you can't, because you don't have health care, but also it's just like some people do have it, and like 
still don't even go. Yeah, no, it's crazy. They don't. And I think, like, looking at his mouth, I'm like, okay. I understand, like, some people have a chipped tooth. I understand that people have, like, a tooth maybe missing. But, it, but you know, at some point, like, how often do you go to even get a physical? Because you're, the way your teeth are right now, there's something wrong. And you're not even 30. Mm-hmm. So, but he had, I'm telling you, this man has money. And I know he's watching my story, so I think because of my shade. And I wasn't a drone shade at him. He tried to talk to you? Yeah, definitely. He tried to talk to me. If he tried to talk to you now? No, I still wouldn't talk to him. No. Mm-mm. He's, cause he's one of those guys that I'm not used to dating or dealing with men who, um, when we get into an argument, you call me out my name. I, I can't do that. Oh, no, that's one thing I'm not doing. I'm, I'm t- I think that would be the day that somebody gets stabbed. Because I, the, the guys that I usually date, I don't give a fuck. They might be the asshole of the year, but they have never verbally disrespected me. Like I never had that. You, you was dumb, stupid bitch, or, or that bitch, bitch shit. I, I don't, I don't play that shit. Mm-hmm. It ain't happening. I don't even refer to God like my man as my nigga. Like I just don't do it. Like I just don't do that. But, oh, that's my nigga. Like I, do I don't, I don't do it. I, I don't do it. I don't. Are like you? It. You're not saying the n word. Are you still? I'm, doing I'm still, that? I'm still doing it. It slipped out. I'm not saying it. It does slip out, but I correct myself. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. I def- I'm definitely trying not to say it because I just, like I said, I think it's an ugly word. But I never like I don't, I don't refer to my man as my nigga. I don't like it. I don't like it. And you're not gonna refer me to your bitch as your bitch because they yeah, just leave the door. Bitch, yeah, yeah. Nah, fuck out of here. Like what the fuck? Your mommy is a bitch. How about oh, that? Oh, oh. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Don't refer me to it as your it's bitch. Like your mommy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mommy make it sound funnier. Your mommy is a bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry. Cause I'm just like, nah, like I don't like that word because I feel like that leaves the door open. Yeah. That I don't leaves like the door that open. Either. And I'm like, I bless I'm blessed to have dated guys who I think the only guy who called me his bitch was I was 18 and it was a very bad relationship. And he lasted only like three months anyway, because he's a fucking clown and he's reaping the reaping what he sold now but anyway that's the only time yeah fuck you so that was over 10 years ago but every man that i have dated ever since then never called me out my name never referred to me as as their bitch or if they did i didn't know about it but they would in public they'd be like oh that's my girl like that's you know whatever and i've been blessed to have that even in arguments so you a stupid bitch what that's fighting words you're like i've never gotten that i've one time i was dating this guy and he told me I was acting like a bitch. And that was the first time that any man like I was dating ever like referred to me as a bitch. And I was like, you call me a bitch? He was like, nah, you acting like a bitch. And I was like, you calling me a bitch? And then he was like, no, Lauren, you're act." I was like, no, it doesn't matter which, but like, use how this. you want to put use it. We're not going to use that. Yeah, I don't like I that. I don't like that shit. Like, I don't, I don't like the name calling. Um, because we can have a difference of opinion. Like, my recent ex-boyfriend, we argue like cats and dogs. But one thing he does not do, even to people he cannot stand, he does not call people out their name. He don't even like to be calling people ugly. He don't even like to do on any of that shit. I don't like doing that either. That makes I, me well, feel I uncomfortable. Do. I call people ugly. It makes me feel uncomfortable. I will. Because you cannot help how you look. I think you can though. You cannot help people who okay. Understand that, but some people are ugly, and I feel like honestly, it must be real. I don't even think kids should be off limits. Some kids are fucking ugly. There's some kids out there, and then you have the audacity to be posting them little fucking little ugly ducks. But if it's your kid, what are you no. supposed to do? Then wait till they grow into their looks. I do believe because everybody should not be posting their kids. Because I'm I'm that motherfucker that's gonna say that kid is not cute. See. I just hold back because 
Also, sometimes the kids that be looking a little crazy be coming out mad cute. No, and that's fine. At two, you be like, oh, oh he's cute. Yeah. He's going into his looks. But as I'm saying, like, I feel like, first of all, when your baby's, like, the first first two, three months, don't post like, some shit. I out the vagina. They be looking. The head, the head is still fucked the up. The eyes is bugged out. Yeah. The neck is, like. <laughs> <laughs> they just, they look like they just came out of a fucking meteor. I don't have time for that. But, I mean, that's the only thing. Like, I, I don't I don't, I feel like that person is not whatever now especially you can't be ugly with a bad attitude i just you can't be both you gotta pick up you gotta you you have to choose a struggle my nigga like excuse my language he slipped out you gotta choose you gotta a struggle a i'm not giving you that but it usually doesn't take it usually does not slip out like i'm telling you i'm, I'm a work in progress i just started this journey like three weeks ago but i usually don't say queen. i've been trying and you know it's crazy i haven't said this in like two days no not two days a whole week i haven't said it though but it usually slips oh, out I'm once so in a while. Sorry. But no, but still, like, you have to pick a struggle. Like, how how dare you ha- look funny and still have a nasty attitude? But here's the thing. Nah, that's a dumb question. No, what I'll say is... I was going to say, what's ugly and what's attractive? Because you're trying to say it's subjective. It's subjective. And I, I just feel very uncomfortable using the word ugly because people really can't help how they look like you you literally came from your parents what are you supposed to do i don't know do what the white folks do go to beverly hills and get their face done over (laughs) get a whole reconstruction you know everybody ain't got the coin i don't know well money makes you look nice find a better job i don't know because it's just like i understand like some people are just funny looking and then there's some people who's funny looking with a bad attitude now you me trying to be nice and walk on eggshells to make you feel comfortable about how you look, that is not my business. That's a personal fucking problem because you have a nasty attitude. So, no, it's your whole dub. I be like having to stop my... Fu- do you ever have to stop your fucked up thoughts? Like, are you ever sometimes... I like- do. No, you know what I said? I, I just, it's, it's not really a bad thought pertaining to somebody else. But I remember I was... I decided I want to go to Holy Cream. You know what Holy Cream is in the city? It's like this donut ice cream. So good. Oh, my God. No. So but- amazing. So... I need the deets. Yeah, I'll definitely give you. It's, it's called fire. Holy Cream. It's on 9th Avenue. As a matter of fact, I think it's around the corner from... It's right up, literally a few blocks away from... Um, you know, my my strolls in Ocean Prime, but it's just walking up that way. So it's really it's really good. So one day I was um I I took the train I took the train out there maybe a couple of weeks ago. I was like, I'm gonna go to the city and get some ice cream. And the the stop that I had to get off at, because I never took the train there before, I would usually just drive there. I was it was so many stairs. And I say, this is some, this is some, I'm tired of fucking walking. I had to catch myself. Cause I say, you know, there's people out there that wish they had legs to walk or they wish they weren't paralyzed. And I, I always had to catch myself in situations like that. What I, what I complain about. Cause I'm just like, yo, you, I'm complaining about something that people wish they had. Right. So, um, but those stairs was like, literally like my thighs were burning. That lactic acid was building up. And I said, man, I'm tired of walking. And I said, let me be careful. Let me put that out there in the universe because that shit will come back to me in some shape or form. So, see, that fucked up thought is different from my fucked up thought. Like, to me, that's not really fucked up. That's just kind of like, we do that every day. Right. My fucked up thought is like, one time I'm on Instagram and I'm scrolling. I'm on this girl page and her body's crazy. And I'm like, oh, no, bitch. I'm like, damn, like, her body crazy, but that face? Yeah. And I was like, Lauren, stop. Like, I had, to, I was like, no. That's no, okay. But the face was crazy. And I was like... She look like a horse? She just look... She just look... 
crazy. Wait, Tama, did you see the Instagram page, the before and afters of people? Yo. Yo, wait. <laughs> Cash doll? No, I didn't see the Cash doll one. You didn't see the Cash doll? No. The Tory Lanez one had me cracking up. No, let me. The, I, um, I, 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 so we're talking about the same who, page. Who the, two, who the two sisters that be with Nicki Minaj or the ones that fought Cardi B? Um, oh, the twins, yes. The, that the one twins. cracked me up. Yo, because I was like, I, I put that in the group chat the other day, and I said, what's it? It's, bef- it's called... Um, it's like Before... Before Money B, I think that's what it's called. Hold on. The Instagram page this, is called... Bef- the one I have is called Before girl, Money B. I follow was actually posting up pictures today. I'm telling you now. Would you follow Surgeon Makers? No. Oh, yeah. Before Money Bay. Oh yeah, before Money Bay, it's be- yeah. So that Instagram page, I'm telling you, Lord have mercy. When I saw it the other day, I said this is the shadiest page I ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's this one girl. Did you see? It was like, <laughs> damn, what the fuck is her name? I'm trying to make it quick because I can't. Um, we were like, my friends like, whoa, like. I'm like the the transformation. Oh, this one. I was like, oh yeah, yo, no, that's the one I sent in the group chat. And I said, this Gissy is crazy. Doll transformation. Listen, that's not even close to what you, to what you do. She I was like, she came up. She came up, and she know she looks good now. But I feel like that's kind of weird, though. You don't think like kind of not looking how you used to look as a child? <laughs> because you know, I always thought about too. I like, think about Kylie Jenner, right? I feel like Kylie Jenner is going to have to explain to her child why... Like the disconnect? It's going to be a disconnect. I mean, she looks like her... Don't get me wrong. She looks like her mother. Like, that chin is... it's You can't... That chin is undeniable. Like, they got that damn chin. Um, it looks like she got a cleft. But that's... that's it looks kind of crazy. Um, but... Had, like, at some point, you have to explain to your, your child, like... What insecurities were you facing that you felt like you had to go through all these old... Or, like... Or, or, or um, alternations. Was it? What was it? What was alternations. It? Yeah. yeah. I'll never forget when Kanye was like, um, "My daughters might be curvy because my wife is curvy," and I was like, like "Let's let's be for n- real. No, no. <laughs> They're actually gonna be like, why is mom's ass not matching so her fat? Yeah, <laughs> and so crazy looking. And I'm just like, I'm looking at my sister." My sister don't got a crazy body. I don't got a crazy body. But all why do Auntie Chloe got and then Auntie and the Auntie well, this she'll look like Auntie um Courtney. Auntie Courtney got a Auntie Courtney got a nice body. I like Courtney. Courtney Courtney ain't, ain't really I'm pretty sure she gets shit in her face. But her body is good. She's good. Her body is fine. Honestly, I think they all would look way better with just like you could get a little something done to your booty. You just don't have to look crazy. Like I even think I think Kylie Jenner's booty is decent. Yeah, like, I like her body. I like her the way her yeah, hips I'm came out. I'm not mad at it. Her body looks good, but I'm talking about her like literally her face, like the chin. Like she did things to her chin to make her chin different. She did a lot of things um, that yeah, definitely a lot of fillers. A lot of fillers. A lot of a lot of stuff, and I just feel like are you ever gonna get fillers? I don't know. I, all I want to do right now is lipo. I, I just want to lipo everything. I want to lipo my chin. I want to lipo my arms, my gut. And I want to take some of this ass out. No. yeah. When Yaya walked in, I said, Yaya, your body's banging. Why are you complaining? Now, because my... I have to do my... The thing with me is just like things are getting bigger on me. And luckily, I haven't gained weight. Like, I've been a consistent between like... 155 to 160 for a very long time but i i feel like 
I'm such a lazy person and there's and the thing not that I'm like I'm, I'm gonna take that back it's not that I'm lazy there's reasons why that I will not disclose why I can't go to the gym but it doesn't excuse the fact that I can't eat healthy but I'm home a lot so I'm bored and I'm a bored you eater in the house yeah but it causes a lot of pain like a lot of times like oh, with weights yeah, and stuff yeah, with my yeah, hands and wrists true. I can't do it, it I always feel like you always have to bring up your hands to me because I'm like you can do this. You can do this. You I said, like, I like, I was, I can't by my hands. Like, like literally, my my like for example, my left thumb went numb today. It, like literally, I was freaking out. And that never happened to me. So it has like a spurt. So, um, I just cannot. Like, I can't go to the gym right now. So, and I like, I want to tone up. I want to do certain things. And I'm like, you just gotta. I feel like for you, I just you just gotta eat clean. I know. I know. I hate lipo bellies. You, the only reason thing about lipo bellies is that people don't go and get massage. Massages are very expensive. Do you have to do massages? Like, not only did you just spend like fifty five hundred dollars or whatever, or whoever. Like, if you stay here, you might spend like five fifty five hundred dollars on lipo, or whatever, depending on who you go to. But if you go to like Columbia or DR, like you're gonna spend maybe between three thousand dollars, maybe. Because um, I have a homegirl that went to DR. On um, just the massages? No. Oh. This is, this is lipo. So I'm just saying like the course. My homegirl went to DR. She got a tummy tuck. And she had lipo of her arms, her upper and lower back. And her, of course her, her stomach area, her whole abdomen. Does it look amazing? She looks good. She had a tummy tuck and she got her inner thighs done. That I think with that work all together. And I think she had like, I think she had like, that, that what she paid for included like blood, actually like blood transfusion just in case. Um, I think that came out to under 50, like under 5,500, right? Under $5,500. But on top of that, she had to stay at her recovery house. She stayed at her recovery house for 19 days. And then she had like, I think she got like uh, 10 massages. Okay. So all of that together maybe came out to like 65. Okay. But when she came back to New York, she got more massages. So the massages maybe depending on who you go to if, but you want to go to a reputable person who knows what they're doing and has experience the massages are going to be maybe between like 500 600 and that may be for like 10 12 sessions if you don't go for those massages you're going to be lumpy you're going to have scar tissue i actually know a really good woman i used to oh, literally everyone goes to her um bella, she's miss bella image no, no no she's way 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 uptown um, oh. the spanish woman and now uh cardi b is always with her I've, I oh i've seen her yeah 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 she yeah. used to first of all i used to go because i used to get the the lipo captivation where they put the, yeah, the thing on you. on you um and she is so sweet and i remember at first she started she just kind of had like a little hole in it honestly it was in it was in like a basement. It was real weird or whatever. But now like she gets mad money. So she, she is in a really, really nice salon. But um, Or she has a very nice salon situation. But... Wait, what was I about to say? I lost my train of thought. About how much it costs or what the price? Oh, but yeah, it is pricey. But yeah. I know she... If y'all ever want to get y'all body done or if you're planning on it... The lady who Cardi B is always posting is something spot. I don't know. I'll like, if you DM me because you want to know about it, I'll look for it and find her. But she's banging it. Everybody goes to her. And she got a nice body too. Yeah, no, I I personally, like, I want to go. <laughs> but she's up all, like, yeah. she, 
The reason why I stopped going to her is because I was on a two train forever. I was like, nah, I can't do this. And I, I really, like, she was so sweet, so knowledgeable, like, everything. But she was all the way uptown. I'm pretty sure she's even way more expensive now than from, like, what I used to pay her. But she gave me my first faja. And, y'all, I used to, like, be walking in that thing <laughs> like a little robot. Like, it, she was be like, tight. mommy, sleep in this, do this and this. Because let me tell you, the, this, listen... Nah. Latino women, they don't play when it comes to their body. She was telling me everything to do, and I was just like, it's right, a lot. Sis. But they, but they go to their doctors down, down, um, down in, in the islands or in the Columbia or somewhere. Um, but the doctor that I was thinking about going to is Doctor La Plastic. Are are they here or no? He's he's in Columbia, but he is he's certified to do surgery in the U.S. That's why I trust him. So, but he has a lot of clients in the way he does the bodies. Like, I guess, I, luckily, like, I have a butt. Um, I don't need no fat transfers. I have a lot of ass. But I do want to get, like, my arms done. I want to get my chin. Actually, I actually got a quotation. I got I want to do my chin, my arms. I don't know if I'm only going to do my, my thighs. But, I, I mean, maybe they might take a little bit of my thighs. And I want to do, like, my upper back, my lower, and just, right? I just want everything sucked out. That came out to, like, all that together... It's four thousand dollars now. If you just do like that in in New York, oh, that's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. I'm gonna be paying like damn near like between ten to fifteen thousand. So, and the thing about them, they're a little bit more aggressive, so they take out more fat. Where like it varies by state here. It may be like okay, we can only take out a certain like certain amount of quarts or whatever. But for all those things that you want done, can you do that all at once? Yeah. Oh, you can? You can do it all at once. They do it all at once. Oh, because I know sometimes they'll be like, oh, you can't. Yeah, no, because too much trauma for the body. But it's literally, you could do the chin, you could do the arms, you could do all of that. I remember one time me and Dawn, Dawn sent me this man. He used to do, okay, you know, I know you hate ab etching. I know, you you showed me the guy. Yes. Me and Dawn was so set for a while on going to this man. Because the bodies looked in fucking sane um but i feel like now that i work out hard i'm like i'm gonna get abs like uh, like whatever i could wait for that but if i the only thing i've ever like really wanted to get done is i got these baby love handles and if i could just suck that out yeah that's all i want no i just want to get i just want to get my arms on my chin and maybe some fat at the top of my butt because yeah. I was telling you, I was like, the, I was showing you the workouts that I'm doing right now to like build the muscle on the top of my butt. Because mm-hmm. I didn't know, like, I thought when you did booty workouts, you kind of just like do booty workouts. But no, there are exercises for the side of your butt, for the top of your butt, and for under your butt. And you have to like work all of those things out to mm-hmm. like get some shape up there. Yeah. But yeah, sometimes I'm like, shit, maybe. And I don't think nothing. Listen, I don't listen. If you feel like you need to add something, I don't think a problem. I don't have a problem with it. But my thing is just more so when you feel like it goes into body dysmorphia. Like I don't think you need to be doing these extreme things to your body. Like if you go to that page before Money Bay, you can see like some people don't even look like themselves. And the problem is, is that that's crazy. The problem is, is that how do you have children? And they, these children look like you. How do you build their confidence when you did a whole they, 180? The kids don't 
look like. Well, look like how they, they originally were. Like they were how they used, used to. Yeah, you, you how you used to be. But now it's like, how do you explain that? And it'd be like, well, you're beautiful, well, mommy. Well, why did you do this to yourself? And why you do that? Like, how do you have that conversation? I'm not talking about just getting a little lipo here and there. I'm talking about whole crazy fat transfers, and you know, you're doing like your butt don't even look normal, like. Your vagina looks disgusting. My, it, everything just looks crazy. And I don't know how do you have that conversation. Because I always wonder, like, how is Kim going to explain that? She got her nose done. Her nose looks totally different. She got her whole chin done over, like, her whole face. And don't get me wrong. I think Kim is a beautiful person. The work is gorgeous. But I just feel like, how do you have that conversation with your kids? Because it's just like, are you going to tell us, okay, we can fix that, go get plastic surgery? I don't, another thing, I feel like the, this new body shape. It's disgusting. Yeah. It doesn't look natural. I'm over it. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, when I go to Columbia, like, I like my shape. Like, I love... Yeah, you already I have an hourglass shape. I, I want them to be, like... When I when I go to the to the to um, to Columbia, I'm going to be like, listen, don't fucking chisel me to the point where I don't look normal. Like, I don't want this little ass waist. Just get the fat... I just want the fat out. Like, that's all I want. I want the fat out. I want the arms out. Everything. The chin. The upper back. Get the fat. Just I, want, I just want it out. I don't need all that extra shit because I like my body. But I'm I'm trying to go. I think I'm going to, what I'm going to do, I, but I have somebody that might want to pay for my surgery. Okay. How you doing? So, hey, boo. Um, I'm going to try to go in October so I have like the whole winter to heal. Mm-hmm. And then um, probably September, October, and then I'll be good to go. I'm so, excited for you. And so, yeah. I just wonder, like, now, like, now, now, like, because there's an article that was out by Hollywood Unlocked um, that said that Instagram is going to implement a new feature where they're going to hide likes. So, everybody, the thing about everybody's getting their bodies done and made their careers off of likes, right? You know what they're going to start doing? What? They're going to start taking screenshots of, like, their analytics. Yeah. And, like, posting it onto their stories and shit so we can see, um... And I think that's what's going to annoy you. But you know what? I'm glad. I, at first, I was kind of shocked. about that. I was kind of shocked. I was like, why would Instagram take away likes? But I'm glad that they do. people killing themselves. People are killing themselves to really, literally, trying to create this image like, on this facade. And I feel like people don't focus. They, they write people don't focus on content. People mm-hmm. don't focus on content. And then you have you have these little kids out here. Like, now, just like... I understand, like, people say, like, oh, your parent, their parents should be the role models for the kids. But let's be fucking realistic here. People look up to celebrities. Mm-hmm. Like, people look up to celebrities, even adults or whatever. Like, everybody had somebody that they admired as a kid and they looked up to. And so, like, if you, I don't know you see Cardi B, she went on this whole thing, right? Like, I'm not responsible for your kid. Like, you know, whatever. And I'm like, that's that's bullshit. Whatever. I understand that I think to a certain it's bullshit, extent. but I also, like, I get it from the, I get it from both point of views. Yeah, I understand from both point of views, but you still have to live but your also life. Like you have no choice. You have no choice. You're in the light. People are going to look up to you or whatever. You still have a responsibility. Um, but at the same time, like. But I'm like, do people really look up to Cardi B? Kids. I'm talking about kids. I'm talking about young. I'm not talking about us. Kids to look up to Cardi B? Yeah. I believe so. I believe, I believe kids do. Because even like, I was my little cousin, she's, she just turned 15 last month. And I was hearing her and her friends, and her friends like Cardi. And they, and it's like sometimes like that rashness is cute and all, but you but it's not cute when you can't even have a conversation and you can't you can't articulate your thoughts mm-hmm. because she can't articulate her thoughts. No, she can't put them together. Seen, she can't even express she, herself properly. She's fighting the shade room right now, and I'm like, why are you fighting the shade room? I don't why? know. I, I don't know. She. 
she she thinks that they're after her. They're more Nikki people. Okay, oh, because that gay guy that used to work with the Shaver was a Nikki Nikki fan. Remember that gay guy that they used to that used to work with that skinny light skin guy. Skin, mm. Skinny light skin guy. He used to interview people. He worked for the Shaver. He's gay, but he was a big Nikki fan. So I think like when he put out articles, it was kind of like he was biased. Very biased. Yeah. Yeah, but I think I got, let's not act like. Uh, Baller Alert, The Shave Room. Um, those are the two biggest ones. And then Hollywood. all the other ones, Hollywood and Lot. Let's not act like none of these uh, pages aren't biased to certain it's people. Really, yeah. Let's not act like they're not getting paid to post certain things. Thanks. Like, at the end of the day, all of this shit, like, everything on Instagram is being sold to us. There is nothing that is being put out there, especially when it's being put out um, by, like, the bigger pages, that everything means something. Nothing that's being pushed to us or in our faces is something that, like, oh, no, it's, it's nothing. No, everything means something. They're pushing shit in our faces for a reason. Hollywood Unlocked fucks with Cardi B hard. Yeah. They're always posting Cardi B. Girl, just fuck with them. Why you put, you putting all your energy into the shade room when you could just... And I thought you still have a fan base regardless, so it doesn't even matter. And I'm, and I'm just like, all they do is post negative shit. I'm like, it's a blog. It's a blog. And stop. And and this goes back to what I'm saying. Like at some point, you got to take responsibility for you for the shit that you do as well. Because, I mean, a lot of times she be saying some outrageous shit. And I I don't like Cardi. I do. I like Cardi a lot. I mean, I'm not a big fan of her music. I like her as a person. Well, what I see. Excuse me. What I see. But I mean, that's their job number one because they still have to create revenue for themselves. And I mean, you gotta keep that same energy with TMZ. Gotta keep the same energy for. I feel like I, feel I like think TMZ is actually the, the worst. worst TMZ because they be putting out full shit all the time. And I'm like, you know, keep that. I feel like with us, with our blogs and stuff like that, we always get the, we always get like like the most criticism. But I'm like, yo, these white publications, they do the Perez same shit. Perez Hilton been dragging all white the, women. Yeah. Since the early two thousands, like he doesn't like even his fuck. his headlines been crazy. I remember I used to always because Perez Hilton was kind of like the first blog blog, like the first kind of like I guess like pop culture yeah. blog that was like really big that and everyone knew about. He yo he used to I remember he used to like sketch shit yeah. on um people's faces like really funny shit. We'll call you all types of crazy names. Um, we'll tell mm-hmm. all your business. So I'm like, listen, at the end of the day, these blogs is going to post what you put out. Unfortunately, the negative shit gets the most attention. Somebody die is going to get way more um, likes or analytics or, you know, someone got into a fight or something like that than someone doing good. Unfortunately, like... Mm-hmm. That's just how it is. People like controversy. People like having something to talk about. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I feel like Cardi's just one of those people that's like, she, she's a celebrity, but I feel like in her mind, she's just like, not really though. Like it kind of like, she doesn't grasp that concept that like, girl, you, you up here, sis. Like just go be happy with your family and that's chill. That's what I'm saying, but I feel like- Let you, the blogs post. But the thing is, you have to look at it from this perspective and- and maybe I'm judging because I'm not there, but I felt like if you if no one's talking about you, you ain't you ain't doing anything. And I'm like that means your coins are coming in. So I mean I guess it's a way to stay relevant. But that's the reason why I'm like me personally, I don't want to be famous. I do not want to be famous because I know myself. I would be arguing even like even from a business standpoint. Like I told myself I would never promote my business on a shade room or ball alert. 
you see how long people be ripping? Man, I'm I felt like I felt like going to fit defend, you know, other companies that's in the same realm as me and I'll just be like, yo, like you don't even give this product a chance. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like this shit might be good. You know, it, it's just like this like it's I know I'm, I know myself and I know it would be on and popping and I'll, I I would never sleep at night cuz I'll be arguing all night. But I think people need to understand like even sometimes like I always say my favorite thing to do is to like read the comments cuz sometimes I'll be sometimes I'll be like oh very harsh. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Triggered. Um but sometimes the shit is just really funny and I think like Anytime we post a picture or anything, we are putting ourselves out there to other people's either opinions. Jump, yeah. And so, it's either you're not going to post shit, and now look, ain't nobody opinion, right? Mm-hmm. Or you're going to post shit, and you're going to have to accept what people have to say. Mm-hmm. Now, unfortunately, celebrities, like, they don't get what we get when, like, we post a picture, it ain't nothing but our... We ain't never gonna see one of our someone who don't fuck with us coming on that picture and be like you raggedy bitch. Like yeah. that's never gonna happen. You're gonna post a picture, all your friends are gonna be like, Yeah, it's pretty blah blah. They're gonna like it. Yeah, but when you're a gonna... celebrity, people feel more comfortable because they feel like You're oh, never gonna see it. This person's not gonna see it. They're not and that's why I think, yo, the clap best be mad funny. You yeah. know, but then it's also kinda like Listen, people gonna talk shit regardless. A lot of people jealous of you. Uh-huh. Love and also, like, what you want them to post? The clout video, I think that shit is trash. I don't it need very to see, weird. I don't need to see Cardi B humping her man. her man again. It's all I see, honestly, whenever I do see them together, for the most part, when they be in private. They done posted a lot of shit. They didn't even post a video that looked like they was fucking. On, <laughs> what video? On Instagram. You ever seen those videos? Well, it literally, like... Girl, I would have to find it, but there are videos where, like, it looked like they're having sex, and, like, she just did, like, a quick pose. Like, the clothes are on, but, like, it's, like, they're giving off those vibes. Oh, God. Um, so, it's, like, yeah, I thought, I, and also, I think that car song is dumb as hell, too. Like, I'm, like, mm, yeah, you know. I, But I just, I don't know. I just feel like, I, I don't know. Maybe you're right, but, like I said, I couldn't be famous, because I know I couldn't handle it. I know that. I know that for a fact. Because I'll be arguing with people. No, you, know, you stupid. be in the clouds. I would hope so. You be in the clouds. I would I would want to be. But I know if somebody says some stupid shit, I'm going to be arguing with them. I'm like, let me tell you, dumbass. And it's crazy because it's always like the funny looking people that have the most the most opinions. Always. And be like, you non-dressing, funny looking, fat, I like that word. mother... I will be going in. I will be arguing with people. That's why I'm like, I'm good. Like, I'm been good. I haven't really been arguing in the shade room comments. The boiler, because boiler, I'm infamous for that. Because I will argue. Because people be having some stupid Yo, ideology. You and Nikki? <laughs> Yo. It should be like... I almost tagged... Somebody said, wrote some stupid shit to her in the shade room comments today. Or boiler. And I was going to tag and I said, you know what? I'm like the space that I'm in. I'm not going to argue with people because I love that shit. Why are you arguing with people you don't know? Because you know what? I have to, I feel, I feel like it's my duty to enlighten people. Because like I said, like I always preach this. I hate when people form an opinion and it's not surrounded by context. It does not make sense. How do you form an opinion and you don't know the facts? Most of the people. That shit doesn't make any sense to me. Most people. How do you form a, how do you dismiss certain things like. You know what's so funny? Like everybody's mad hype about Joe Biden. Joe Biden, no Joe Biden. Joe Biden entering the uh, the presidential race. Did he announce it? At the Shaven Post, I think he he is he's he's entering. Because I saw that. They but it's like was... again, everybody's happy. But I I personally I don't think I would vote for Joe Biden. 
me Joe, keep saying Joe Biden, Joe Biden, there's two, for two reasons, one, Joe Biden, I don't like that little thing, he been touching little girls and shit like that, that, that video with that shit, I did not like that, he Wait, was, what cre- happened? you didn't see the shit, he was caressing the, the girls and stuff like that, and he was standing behind them, sniffing them and shit like that, no, then, not only that, everybody's mad at the Clintons for the crime bill back in the 90s, but he's the one that wrote the fucking bill, so it's like come on yaya i'm just saying i don't know like, i just i don't know y'all gotta keep that same energy the same energy you kept for the clintons you gotta keep the same energy for him i don't know this is gonna be a very interesting election i don't i kind of i like i kind of like andrew yang i kind of like him oh yeah i saw his interview i like his i like andrew yang um i'm glad the conversation coming up about reparations i'm glad that conversation's coming back up um, and I like, I'm not a Kamala Harris fan, but I guess if I had to pick the lesser two evils, regardless of what, like, I'm always going to vote regardless if I don't like somebody because I feel like that's what my ancestors did. I always try to honor my ancestors in any shape or form in any way possible, um, even if I don't like a candidate or whatever. So I'm always going to exercise my right to vote, especially um, locally. Um, I feel like actually this next uh, race is going to be... It's going to be hot. Very interesting. Very like... Because I just feel like everybody's just like making these promises. Like they're just going out and just like, oh, we're going to do this. And I'm like, you have to remember checks and balances are in place. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure like... I'm pretty sure there's a lot of things people will want to do. And like I'm pretty sure like Obama wanted to do certain things. But remember like... Like... I, for, 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 unfortunately our legislative branch was not cut letting it, him, him do it, anything. Cut it. So, you know what I'm saying? So, checks and balances definitely play a role. So, I mean, but it's definitely going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, Kanye West had his Sunday. I didn't watch it. You watched it? Oh, no. I saw the clip of Tiana Taylor singing, and she sounded fucking beautiful. Really? Um, her body looked crazy. As usual. As always. Um... But he was selling these shirts that um, said like Holy Ghost. He was selling fifty the the sweatshirts were one sixty five that said Holy Ghost and other things. Um Jesus walks socks for fifty dollars. I don't know, something about Kanye West concerns me. Like, I feel like a lot of things he does give me cultish vibes. Like like on some Jim Jones and Guyana type shit. Like I don't know what it is. I think he's trying to buy us back by using his Sunday service, like with Jesus. Yeah. Like I think because don't get me wrong, when I have seen clips, it's definitely a bop. Yeah. Like, it's definitely a bop. But I'm not buying into it. But I think that's how he's trying to get like back. Us back. Like oh look at him into church. Mm-hmm. Look at him I found Jesus. Oh look. Wow, look what he's doing every Sunday. Is that DMX crying? Wow, look who he's bringing out. Like, I, I, I think it's all a ploy. And I think he's just like, that. this is like his, I think he's going to release an album soon. In the next up few months. And I think this is like step one on like trying to get people back to him. Like, look at me. I'm quiet now. I'm not saying anything. And I'm only putting out this Sunday. It's um, so full Sunday. This Sunday service with this choir and all the kids. And everyone wears one color every Sunday. And hot as desert with R&B music. But, like, look at my whole, like, 
white family just like I don't know into it. I don't. I hope so. I, I I don't know. I hope he changes. I'm like I said. I'm on this wave right now. I'm giving people space to grow. So hopefully. He's just not doing it just for his little his own little reasons, and he really is learning, you know. So, does any what does any is there any circumstance where there is no space to grow for someone? Like it's just like nah, you're going too far. You know what? I don't know, cause you know you know it's crazy. I was thinking about that today. I was um thinking about what's that guy that that um. What's his name? Liam Nelson? No, Nelson? What's that guy? With the, he made a racist comment about... Oh, yeah. Liam Nelson. He, Liam Nelson, yeah. he um That actor where he said like how his friend was raped and, that, mm-hmm. and she claimed it was about he a black was, guy. He like, up the street looking But for I feel like there's so many... There were so many comments and, and commentary about this situation. And I think there was racism lying deep down inside him, right? Mm-hmm. But he actually caught himself. And said, like, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. And so I think he's getting heat for something. He may be getting for heat for something. Living in his truth. Living in his truth and speaking on this, why it was problematic. Right. He was saying, like, this was a problem. And I feel like so many people were writing him off. And I'm like, okay, like, you learn from it. Headlines. It was, yeah. Internet. Like- and they were just like, are you guys listening to the whole clip? Like, I know there was, like, little sound bites here and there. But he was actually speaking in his truth. So just, like, in that conversation... I mean, like right there. I think me personally, if I was in that room right there interviewing, I would have, I would have checked him real quick. But I do, I, I applaud him for acknowledging the fuckery. He didn't have to do that. Where there's a lot of closet racists all the time. Oh, and they ain't growing from shit. They haven't acknowledged anything. They don't, they don't think anything they say or do is problematic. I don't, you know, I don't see a problem with it. But um, I don't know. I feel like certain things. Like I do believe that you can. I think you can come back from from a lot of things. I think you can. I just think that when it comes to like, like I don't think Trump can ever come back. Like I think Trump nah. has did so much damage. He's done so much it, fucked up shit. It's to it's like you. It's not, it's not like one or two things. Like I feel like Kanye West, he can bounce back from. He's it's not it's it's fucked up. The shit that he said was fucked up. But I feel like I like Snoop's dog said. I think he just needs some black women in his life. Honestly, but. Um, I think he can come back from that if he is genuine and sincere. Just don't shut up now since you have so much to say. Make make sure the shit that you say makes sense. You know, since you're such a vocal person. Naturally, he's a vocal person. So him not not saying anything is scary. Because you don't want to really know what's brewing in his head. So is he really changing? He's free thinking. Yeah. Whatever the fuck that means. Um, but um, I think certain things like, like that you just can't come back from. Me personally, like like Trump. Yeah, I think like, Trump cannot be forgiven. He has all. no remorse for anything. I don't think this man even apologized for the shit that he has done or said. He going to the the depths of hell. Like whatever is like <laughs> the most like fuck like that. Oh my god, that that's a different type of evil right there. Mm-hmm. Like him and just think about him. everybody else in his cabinet that's like that. You know, it's crazy. I was watching recently um, some interviews of Betsy DeVoe. It was not really interviews. You know when you had to go in front of, I guess, like Congress. Mm-hmm. Or, or, yeah, like Congress. And I love those little clips. Where like on C-SPAN. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. she, you know, it's just crazy how like certain people are positioned. And like there's people in position that can never relate to the masses. That making executive decisions with what they feel is best for us. For sure. And... Like she actually made a, a a study 
she wrote actually she wrote like i guess like a not a study but it's like some type of essay that she has to do like some analysis for like i guess our education system um nation nationally and she said it was about like discipline so the congresswoman was questioning her her logic behind it because her logic basically was in the paper based on the study that so some some doctor did which is extremely biased that black kids need to be dis disciplined more than white kids because they, they come off extremely problematic or some shit like that it was the most racist shit in the world and i'm just feel like nobody thinks about trauma or what somebody may be going through or the, the lack of resources that school may have or because a lot of our schools we don't have um we don't have a lot of t-shirt teachers these cl these classrooms are jam-packed with kids and have no they don't have enough teachers, at least like a teacher assistant to help out. Mm -hmm. There aren't um, enough textbooks, enough computers, enough programs, enough anything. Like no one is looking at that level where we can be like, what can we do to change this? Everything is like like, like the kids are just come out, just re re um, wreaking hell all over the place. Like no one is even thinking from that perspective. But it just baffles me because like their narratives are playing in to our everyday lives. And I feel like that's some fucked up shit and I don't think... That's something that you cannot come back from because she already has it in her mind. A rich, excuse me, very wealthy, white, privileged woman is is telling us what is best for us and how we should how our kids are disciplined is appropriate because they were too like we we're like like I think like three times more likely to misbehave or some shit like that. And I was watching the other day, and I was just like, no one is asking these kids like what are what what are their needs? Like no one is even asking us like I. And I don't even think this is a real democracy, to be honest with you. This is not a democracy that we live in. I don't know what this is, but it's not a democracy because I feel like we don't get it. We don't get asked shit. Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody asks they us anything. They want to keep the world how it's always been. That's like, that's it. I just feel like it's like nobody asks anything. It's a white anything. man's world. They don't want that shit to change. The richer, they want to keep the rich getting richer. And the poor people getting poor. I saw that a school was replacing um, now instead of like I guess like timeout or like wherever. What's the other thing that you used to go to when you was bad? What was that? Cause I used to always be in there. What? Um, what? What you used to be in? You was in like a class like or something. Is it detention? Detention. Or after school or something? It was called something else. You go for like an hour or something if you was bad. No. Cause no. I used to always be telling jokes. But, um, so now what they're giving kids is like meditation. So yeah, they said it's helping. I was like, see? They say that, but you have to think that, but that, but that, that comes with having a diverse, um, a diverse staff mm -hmm. and being open to different approach, a different approach. You don't, it's not a coincidence that our school systems emulate the Ford assembly line and also emulate how structure the jail is every sure. i feel like i think i even thought it was just insane i think it's insane for even kids to be going to school this long i i was just telling my mom that when i have kids i don't think i'm going to send them to school or at least a regular school because i was watching all of those videos and like doing my all that all that stuff that you sent me yeah. um about like uh history and stuff like that and like where we're where we could possibly be from. from and all these other things and i was just like it's such a fucking shame that we never even got a hint of this like no fucking but, but that's my thing like i think but that's my that's this is my issue because i feel like 
like I said before in the last episode, I feel like we just we are so quick to dismiss our own family's history and our own family stories, mm. and listening to and we go to school and we allow them to teach us and tell us where we're from. You don't think that's a problem? Like that, at some point, it becomes like an, an, an issue, and it becomes scary. Like we have to take a step back and be like, okay, what? Like for example, why do you think they push Dr. King so fucking much? That's Dr. King was not the only civil rights leader. That's mm-hmm. not a mis- that's not a mistake. That's purpose. That's per- they did that shit on purpose. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, Dr. King was very influential in a lot of things. But as I stated before, like Dr. King got tired of that marching and singing shit. Like he literally was. He literally stated, "I sent my pe- my people into a burning house," and he started changing his narrative and was like, "Okay, we're gonna have to get more militant." Dr. King owned a lot Mr. of guns. Books never said that. But that's the why we allow. But this is my like I thank God for my parents because my parents did not allow the schools to teach me. Why was Christopher Columbus <laughs> a good person? He wasn't in the books. But that's why in California now it's Indigenous Day, right. Indigenous People Day. So I'm like, and and that's like luckily like a lot of my high school teachers they're now like one of my high school teachers um she actually works for the state board for history a black woman mm-hmm. and I talked to her all the time I said I hope you change this indigenous you know this whole narrative about Christopher Columbus because she's helping with the textbooks for like how they gonna tell a history in New York State and she was like oh no she's like trust me I've been on that like because it's it's the narrative is bullshit and it's like at, at, like we have to really start looking at it like if your family say yes well we have family from here believe that shit if we have family from there believe that shit like why would your family's not gonna lie about shit Right, right. It's not like your family history is not a lie. Like my like when I listen to my grandparents and like just like my grandfather when he was alive, God rest his soul. Like, he would tell us stories about stories tell us stories about how it was growing up in the South or like like certain things that he would experience. And I'm just like, Yeah, the text would speak about it a little bit, but it's a totally different dynamic. Like and I feel like why are we so quick to just send our child to school if they gotta learn or whatever the case may be? But I- it's not it's not true. Like we have a big, we have a bigger impact than we than we than they want to let us know about. I also think testing is bullshit. I I think so too. I think like that should not be the only way to determine um, how intelligent a child yeah, is. I, I used so to too. always say, and people used to look at me like, "No, you just don't want to study. You're bullshit." I used to always say, "I don't have a good fucking memory." But that's my what memory that, that's, exactly, is bad. that's my thing. You, you're testing on memory. You're and not that's testing. All it is. You're testing on memory. You're not testing on. I feel like I feel like two subjects that are really good on on like literally on intellect that you could test is math and science. Yes. And I feel like yeah, I agree with like that. me personally. I was never strong in math, and I was never. I'm, I love science, but I love like biology, and I liked um, environmental science. I was never into chemistry and doing that. I'm not a numbers girl, but I feel like that's how you really test somebody's intellect. I feel like it's so strange, like. Did I tell you how, what happened when I went to school in Charlotte? The testing? Okay. So, I'm a New York girl, high schooler. When my parents retired, they got a house from... They got a house in North Carolina. Mecklenburg School District, right? Because my parents lived in Charlotte. So, I went down there. I'm a straight-A student. I'm on the National Honor Society. AP classes. I went down there. I'm like, I'm going to show these other motherfuckers out. Hello. But before I went down there, I remember having a, this English teacher. She was a older white woman she didn't play no games and i forgot her name she was the one of the best teachers i had she was like i'm gonna tell you how to a real way a real way to, to write essays after the english re- regions and i was confused like what the fuck were you talking about what do you mean the real way so i took the english regions i passed so i was like yeah I'm, i don't know what she's talking about but before she could even teach me how to write 
the real way to write an essay, I moved to Charlotte my junior year. So, the, well, the, like the last half. So, I went down there. I was on an honors or whatever because of my grades. They put me in honor classes. And I was barely passing English when I was in that school because they, the, I didn't know how to write an essay. And I noticed when I went back to New York to graduate, the only reason I went back to New York to graduate because I didn't have enough credits to graduate in North Carolina because you need a shitload of credits. And yeah, that's what happened they to me were trying to, They were trying to leave me back and go to night school and all this Same other shit. And I said, hell no, I'm going to graduate on time. So I ended up going back to, to high, um, high school in New York and then I started to learn a real way, real way to put, write an essay. My English teacher in North Carolina helped out a lot with learning how to write an essay. But I realized a lot of people I went to school with and graduated with, even like the smartest of the smartest in my class, a lot of us ended up in remedi- remediation in, uh, in um, our first year of college because they didn't teach us how to write an essay. We couldn't write an, an entry-level essay. Like, I don't understand, like, what is the point of the English Regents if you're going to test us on our writing skills and it's not the correct way to write an essay? Make Something as basic as that you think is just the introduction, the body, and the conclusion. No, there's more to that. I'll never forget that experience. And that's why I'm like, after that, I was so against the regents. And I, I find it so problematic that New York State even implements testing like that. And then they got this core testing. I don't know what the hell that shit is about. Because I know like the, some of the testing. And I think you can actually opt out on some of the testing now. Because I think it's not fair. I don't think it's fair. Yeah, no. Um, and I also think it just, it turns kids into like these weird, like robots. Like I'm just, I'm telling you, and that's why I said like me personally, like I think like I want to make sure that I'm in a, a place financially where I can homeschool my kids. I think, mm-hmm. and people think homeschooling kids, you're going to like, your children are not going to know how to interact with people, but that's not necessarily true. There's a lot of homeschooling programs where your kids are still able to interact with children. And I feel like that's something so, that like, you can also take your kids places. Yeah, to the up, fucking uh, park, play dates, play dates uh, and stuff like that. You like know, you can put them in programs um, after, oh, uh, like classes and shit, like ballerina, yeah, um, soccer. Football. They can still they they like a whole host, ballet. ballet. It's a whole homeschooling programs where they're like your kids are always gonna be interactive with with other kids. Like it's not just you dating home all day and they don't do anything. Like no, they you have they actually have field trips too where you can go on field trips with other kids. Also I will say this. My old boss was raised by a hippie family. Was always homeschooled, but she was like it was kinda like weird. It was always like a little iffy. Mm-hmm. One of the smartest people I know. Never went yeah. to school. So I just know that when I have kids, like, I, like, I'm, I'm not going to put my kids, I, I have to it, find it another either, way. Yeah, or because, either another school, either another school. Because I just don't think, like, and I feel like kids are so special in so many other different ways, like, and I don't know. I, I just, even, even just think about, like, to me, I just find it so strange, like, I find it so weird that. I don't know. I don't find it weird. I feel like, you know, what's so crazy. A lot of kids that like I went to a, a, a predominantly black and Hispanic school, but my school district was more Caribbean mm-hmm. than like Black American. And I noticed that the kids that came over from the Caribbean that just just came over, which would make me it would make me frustrated because I was just like, why are they getting left back? But they they knew so much more shit than the rest of us that were like born and raised in in this country. 
um, whether they had a Caribbean background or not, but it was like their intellect was so different. Like they could do fractions in their head. They can do certain, they didn't need a calculator for a lot of things. Like, and a lot of us was so confused and I'm just like, there's something wrong here. And when I got to college and I started meeting other people, I realized that when I met like a lot of Asians and a lot, like a lot, especially a lot of like East Asians, I would say, and even like, I guess people from India too, like their mindset is totally different from ours and they were just like maybe because it has to do with like a lot of culture but also too they um they the way they're thinking their way of thinking when it comes to education is just a totally different experience like they're more like well versed and they're more open and they're taught to actually be entrepreneurs because they're all like oh yeah like we actually have a family everybody has a family business Mm -hmm. everyone has a family business and I thought that was pretty interesting because I'm just like, yo, we don't, I don't really have family, I don't have a family business that I'm aware of. I think down south I have family members that own things, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. But everybody is like, maybe like a teacher, you know, an RN. My parents were CEOs. I have a lot of cousins that are actually CEOs or detectives or whatever. Um, but we don't actually have a family-based business. I realize a lot of us that were born here, we were taught to just go to college and get this piece of paper and, and go to work. College is shit. And I think college finish. is a great experience. Oh, yeah. And I think that everyone... Because I'm not going to act like I did not have the time of my life at FIT. Like, I, I've met so many amazing people. Like, I'm still friends with my friends. And we had such a good time. But, like, I even... I think about my friends who, like... My mom's in the Army. Well, she was in the Army, so... They, like, paid for my school or whatever. I took out a baby-ass loan. The loan was only, like, $6,000. Nothing. Um, compared to, like, my friends who have loans for seventy, eighty, dollars $100,000. And I just feel so bad for them. I'm like... But I feel like college will only make sense if you are going to school to be a doctor, a lawyer, um you know, some type of, like, civil, like, some type of engineering. Um, that, to me, makes sense. But how do you get that experience? Like, you know what? I don't know. I, I don't, think that's something, like... I feel like, but you know what? But I feel like that's an experience. It, it is a good experience. Like, I didn't I didn't graduate college. I, but I went to... I went to school, and I was like, this shit is not... To, for me, it does not make sense for exact... Especially, like, I'm an entrepreneur. Like, I have an entrepreneur mindset. Either you got it or you don't. Right. And if, if I don't got it, then I can hire somebody who can assist me in that process that can help me walk up and pick, like, pick somebody's mind. Like, I, you know whose brain I always pick? Who? Fucking Nodge. Mm-hmm. I always, and he, you know, he's in marketing. So it's just like certain, you know, like, you, if I can use the resources around me to help me get to where I want to, where I want to be or where I want to go, then I will. But I feel like I don't, it doesn't make sense for me to get a generic ass business degree. And it's still not going to be enough. Right. Because even like at my job, like I still was making more money. I was making money hand over fist and still was making more money than people with degrees. And something is wrong. Something is wrong. I feel like the best teacher is experience. And granted, I re- my biggest regret was not going to Spelman. And I think if I went to Spelman and was not chasing this fucking my first love, then I probably would have been be in a different space. I probably would be doing something totally different. Um. And I do, I did wish I had that HBCU experience, but I feel like yeah, I feel like that would have been the college experience for me. I didn't. It's not like I went to college parties. I didn't go to college parties. I was out running running amok in Brooklyn and Queens. 
going to parties out like at a club but and see, stuff like that. Where you're lucky at is like you still lived in a place like New York. Yeah. Right? When I went to FIT, I'm around people who are from um, Ohio, uh, maybe Iowa, maybe Minnesota. Like mm-hmm. these places where it's just like you not trying to go to the biggest college in Minnesota. Yeah. Everybody who you've been to school with since you was in kindergarten is going to that college, right? Like, you want to go out and beyond, but it's just like, in the long run, does it make sense? Or um, even, like, most of me and my friends who graduated, um, we're not, like, I'm not, I guess, I'm a buyer, but I'm a buyer in the sex toy industry. I'm not a buyer in fashion. Um... Like, most of us, we're not working in fashion. And that's all we, like, dreamed about in college. Like, we were like, I'm going to be a Chanel. I'm going to be here. I'm going to be here. Until you kind of realize that, like, oh, this industry is bullshit. Like, well, some people. They're just, like, not fucking with it. Like, me, I wasn't fucking with, like, the whole intern until you, like, 60 you still at the bottom until you this, then you got to do... Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Not doing that shit forever, bro. Right. You know, I'm not kissing ass forever. And I also realized, like, I don't know, the fashion industry is just like... I realized, like, I just want to... I like looking nice. I like a good bag, good shoes. But, like, I, I'd rather get my money in another industry because I was just over that shit. But, yeah, it's like... You have this degree and you're not even using it. And then you're like, oh, like, what else can I apply this to? My homegirl now, she's actually back in school again. And I'm like... See, I'm not doing that. I'm going to make my own fucking... I'm make my own path. I'll make my own way. Because I'm not going into debt to be getting a degree where I can be starting at $40,000. I, I can't do shit with $40,000 a year. What the fuck am I doing? I can't... Even fifty thousand dollars. What the fuck am I doing fifty thousand dollars again? I, I cannot start over again. I, I'm not in a space. If I'm gonna start over, I'd rather start over where I can. If shit. I can, yeah, I can run shit and control it. I, I'm controlling the narrative. I'm not doing that. I refuse. I refuse. I'm gonna get. If I'm going thousands and thousands of dollars in debt, it's gonna be because like, okay, well, I started a business and I wanted to see what happened. Because anything you take is a risk, whether you go to college or not. It's just not guaranteed that you're gonna come out making. You know, six figures. You're not even guaranteed to get a job in a lot of places. But if, if it, I mean, I don't know if we have any young listeners, anybody in high school, but I feel like if you are going to go to college, I think it's time to look into tech. Like anything oh, in the tech industry. For coding? For coding, coding, the jobs are going, like you can make, now you can make some good money in coding. You make six figures. Figures coming out in coding. And even like, even if you don't want to go to college for that they have so many programs where you can come out like in like a year no like 14 15 up in 18 now there's nothing but free coding classes classes for y'all especially for like um young people of color yeah and they got grants they got scholarships for Mm -hmm. that because they need they need that um but if you're not somebody that's like to be in like college or you don't want that whole college experience you just want to make money off the back like i said like i didn't miss the only thing i missed i missed like going and I missed my luck and my chance was going to Spelman and because I really wanted that HBCU experience I didn't care for the whole yeah, college experience but I just wanted that HBCU experience would you would have um joined the sorority I, I would have probably either joined Delta because my family members that are Deltas 
and I have family members that's AKA. I don't know. If, I don't. The whole AKA thing. I don't know if I would have joined because I don't like the whole, if like the history behind it. Like if you didn't pass the brown paper bag thing, there was a lot of issues with that, like with colorism and shit. But I probably would have been a Delta. Y'all, I had a friend who joined the sorority. Never seen her again. Really? <laughs> like. See, I don't know. It's kind of like inviting me to her bed. And shout out to my homegirl because, like, I still love her from before. But after she joined that sorority, I was like, oh, I nah. The sororities could be sororities could be kind of gangish. But then I know some people that that are AKAs. Like one of my good friends, she's AKA, and they helped her out a lot with jobs and shit like that. Like, she good for networking. Good for networking. Um, I don't. I'm never dealing with a fucking Kappa again. I know. I learned from that experience and fucking fuck boys. Um, but other than that, I think everybody, it, it works to your own benefit. You just gotta, you know, know how to finesse it. But I feel like if we have any young listeners or anybody that's in college right now, like whether they're 20 or, matter of fact, there's no time frame or anything. But if you're trying to still feel, figure out your life and don't know what you want to do, definitely look into coding because there's so many programs, especially accelerated programs, um, that is dumb cheap. And you get like, you get certified in within like 12 to 18 months. Good and you get and they and they have job placement too, job placement. Yeah, so you you can come out and they be like, okay, well we're hiring some companies here hiring here. You might be making sixty thousand dollars, but just think about a twenty year twenty one year old making sixty seventy thousand dollars. That's not bad. Mm -hmm. Think about what you're gonna be making by the time you're thirty. Yep. So and this I'm just telling you guys look into that because coding is huge. You can always get a job in tech. Mm -hmm. Technology is something that because. That's something that is just growing. Like, it's still, it's like, it's been here for a long time, but it's still kind of new. And the things that you can continuously add on and create, mm-hmm. it's one of those industries that's like, it will forever grow. Mm-hmm. Like, forever grow. So, I was on Baller Alert, and I saw this post that says, Jordan Woods opens up about disrespect in the aftermath of Tristan Thompson cheating scandal. I understood for the first time what it's like to be a black woman in society. And one thing I thought it was weird that was like, after the whole, all that shit happened, all I saw was Jordan Woods hanging around black black people. We came to our rescue. And I was like, as we should have, because she is one of us, but it's but how convenient is that? I just think I think, but then it, I listen. I she's twenty. All right, how can I say you're this? also a baby? You're, you're a baby. You're twenty one, twenty two, right? And I look at it from this perspective. She's in Hollywood, and I don't. I know her father was in the industry. Her mother has a management company. Yo, I just looked at the post. Why is um, Nikki <laughs> arguing with people? Oh, that's her cousin. Who's her cousin? That's Nikki's cousin right there. No. Oh. She, <laughs> that's Nikki's cousin. Oh, she made a comment. I thought she was arguing. Mm-mm. No, that's her cousin. Okay. Um, so, she, um, the thing about me with, with the whole Jordan 1 situation, like, I I know my mindset at 21 is not definitely not the same mindset at 28, Girl, right? we was all doing fucked up shit. We was doing shit. fucked up shit. I mean, I never messed with nobody's man now. That's definitely didn't I, do that. My, my mother didn't play that shit. My mother would kick my ass if she found out I was messing with somebody's boyfriend. Um, but, but mistakes were but made. But me, we make mistakes were made. But my thing is this. I try to look at Jordan once before. Like I, I don't want us to kind of like jump on her. Like now it's kind of convenient. 
or whatever because my thing is I look at it from like what she's surrounded by I'm like her father was in the industry well behind, working behind the scenes on a lot of tv shows movies and things like that her mother is a half white woman her mother's father is white and she has her own management company um in certain spaces you're going to be you kind of adapt to your environment yeah well so, sometimes subconsciously subconsciously you're not even you're not even privy to it so subconsciously you kind of adapt to your environment because i went to a predominantly white school when i was younger and when i went to when i did the shift to a predominantly black school even at the age of 10 there was a total difference totally different in culture because i mean yeah i was raised around west indians but when i went to a more west indian back like west indian school it was a totally different dynamic for me even though like my uncles are west indian or whatever like the, the men in my life are but it was different it's a culture shock and now that um jordan jordan woods is a is a we got, yes, we want to consider her a black woman because, of course, she is more black than white. But when you're the only black girl and you don't ha- and you have friends who are in spaces where they could money does is not a is not a problem and you could pay pay for your problems. You don't have to experience you don't have to experience anything at all. She's not gonna understand it. But I don't think I don't know if the back if she is saying that just to get money for us to buy into her like her, her lash line. Now she in Nigeria. Yeah, you know oh, certain right. things is just like. Or but Ghana. Then, but sometimes we do have to have that awakening. Like we may have to have that. I feel like we have to have that awakening because I feel like if anything, I feel like this scandal did more for her than bad. Especially you got the, the Smiths behind you, sis. I think so too. They, they ain't nothing gonna go happen, and I feel like you know we just gotta support her in this. I but, feel like they was tight. But this, this, but this, this what I wish to tell. Yeah, I think. This is what happens when we try to think that we enter these spaces and think that they have our backs. And no, like, I don't give a fuck how much money you have. I don't care what you do. Like, just always know that if you're the only person of color in that room, they can turn their back on you in a second. Especially if you're not creating another other avenues for other people that look like you to enter those spaces as well. And that's especially whack when the people who are judging you have done the same shit as you. Yeah, and that's the that's crazy thing about it. Like, and that's why they, that's why somebody said, like, I didn't know Lamar Odom was Haitian, but they were saying how, like, his Haitian grandmother probably put voodoo on Chloe or whatever, because the shit that she was doing. Where is Lamar Odom? Hopefully he okay. Right? Because Lamar, I don't think Chloe was that supportive in their relationship. I don't think so. This man has, was going through issues or whatever, but you out here fucking French Montana and everybody else. Like, you know, and I mean, like, karma is a, karma is a bitch. Karma's a bitch. And it's just like, okay, now you were, you messed with, I think she was messing with Trey Songs when Laura London was, well, no, she messed with Trey Songs right after Laura London was messing with Trey Songs. That's supposed to be dangerous. Friend. Yeah, and they're supposed to be friends. And then you messing around with Trina. Trina was Trina was supposed to be a homegirl. I remember that. That was fucked Regardless up. that that was, like, we understand, like, situationships to me are relationships. Let's, let's Listen, be clear. Any person who your friend is dealing with, says i'm talking to i'm dealing with i'm having sex with that is anything. a form of a relationship i like even the i like no and i feel like when you even when um if you have to call someone and ask them is it okay for you to date somebody them, that's how you know we shouldn't date them. you already know that you should not be moving forward with this person mm-hmm. and so it's just like i don't know sometimes i'll be like like be going on in people's minds but yeah i was like y'all judging her like mm-hmm. y'all don't do this 
same shit. Talking about she broke up my family. How many fucking families have y'all broke up? Fr- friendships, like. But know. not even that. Like, I'm, I'm just and so also, tired of the narrative. Twenty fucking one. And then why? But why do we always? Have, why do women? I guess. All right. I granted. Like, I feel like yes, as women, we know better. We know what it feels like to be hurt, right? So I feel like there's a cold. Like, even if, for example, like if I like, even if I didn't know your know who you are personally, but I know that you're in a relationship with this man. Technically, I don't owe you shit. Like, technically, I could, I don't owe you loyalty. He does. But as a woman, I feel like I would never cross those boundaries because I know what it's like to be hurt and someone to violate, violate me in that way. So I understand that. But I feel like, why do we have to take the fucking burden in the situations like this? Like, oh, I don't owe you shit. Because women would for sure much rather argue with another woman than go to their real issue. Mm-hmm. All the time. You know, um, it's so much more easier for you to, like, take out your frustrations on another woman or downplay her looks um, or just just pick at her. It's, like, it's so much easier for us to, like, just pick other women apart um, than go to the real source of the Yeah, because, I mean, no one, oh, oh, no one owes and you I've anything. And I've done it before. Like, oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. You look at someone and you're like, really her? Yeah. She look like this, this, and this, and uh, uh, uh. Like, why? Are you serious? But that's what they do. And that's why, like, me personally, like, I always feel like I'm not. Any guy who ever violated me or cheated, I'm never mad at the girl. However, if the bitch knew that me and him was together, then, then yeah, we'd have a problem. Because now you don't give a fuck. And you just want to be messy. But I understand how some men... You only have, like... But a man could easily be, like, that been done. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you all you have is his word. Yeah. But, I like, some women... Like, I know women who don't care. That has, they, like, that's not my problem. I know he's in a relationship with her. I don't care. I'm going to I'm gonna get what I want. Women like that, like, I want to talk to them. Because I... Be, I want to have a better under... No, I don't want to try to... There's nothing Listen, to understand. Do your thing. Karma is a bitch, and it's gonna come, however it comes. But like, if if you're that type of woman and you have no shame, can you DM me or Yaya and come be on this podcast? Because I want to know how you have like no. They're not gonna come on here because no, you know no. what? Because. They're not, cause I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna question them, cause I just want to know how do you sleep at I night. I think questions are okay. But I, no, but there, no one's gonna admit to the fact that they be breaking up homes. No one's gonna admit to that shit, and no one. And, and the thing is, like, the, like the type of women that we are, they don't want to face that fucking heat. Cause even if they're not married, if I'm in a relationship with somebody, I'm building towards something. I'm not dating this person for play, 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 and we're just joking around and shit like that. No, this is somebody that I invested in. So you don't believe we're all single. No. <laughs> no. That means that we might as well not be in a relationship. Until we're married? No. But we're all, everyone's all really Techn- Technically, they look, that's how the government looks at it. But then again, it's just like some people, who would have, some people don't believe in marriage. And I don't think, uh, I don't believe that, a, I personally will like a ring or, you know, a wedding. But I'm not going to say uh, that's for everybody. I the ring than the actual marriage. Huh? Huh? What? Then I hear what you said. Oh. Oh. Are we more into the ring than the actual? I like, you know, I want to be married. I do believe, because there's some benefits that you get being married. I feel like, you know, it gives me say over something if something was to happen to you or whatever the case may be. 
Um, but I mean, then also if so you don't believe in that, more comfortable position. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe a little bit more comfortable. But I believe that if you're not gonna get married, which is totally a prerogative, you guys just want to have this union that that you guys have, then there's certain things that need to be put in, like certain trust and certain wills that needs to be put in place, especially a living trust. If you guys are not gonna have the government involved in your relationship, you just gotta have certain documentations and contracts and things like that. But that's besides the point. Um, but I feel like if I'm gonna date somebody, I feel like we're building towards something. Hopefully towards marriage because it's like it's first of all nowadays it takes a lot for people to be like, I'm we're gonna be in a monogamous relationship. So if you find a person that wants to be in a monogamous relationship with you and if the feelings are mutual, then fine. But I feel like right now, I'm building with somebody. We're building a we're building a life together. You're with somebody? Or I'm you just, just saying in, in speaking in general. I was like, okay. No, not you know these motherfuckers be crazy. I'm a little mad at myself. Why? Not to get not to get off topic, kind of on topic. Like I've been like in the mood today. A guy tried to get my number today, and I just like kept walking. I was like, why did you keep walking? Was he cute? He was okay. He wasn't really like, oh, this is what I want to tell you. And every other woman who listens to this, you know how they say you need to date different men to get different. Mm -hmm. Like, if you keep, like, we all like the bad boys, but he always fucks us over, right? Cool. I've done the work for y'all ladies. I've done the studies. I've been talking to different men. Men that I would probably never, I'm not going to say the word never, but men who wouldn't be my first choice. How about that? Um, Fair chance. They do different things. They have real jobs. You know. You wouldn't give them me. Like, given chances, still fucked up. Yeah, I believe that. Because even things think about like regular people, like even like like what we have we talked about in our last podcast, like your family members, how like the women in your family have dealt with guys. I'm pretty sure they had good jobs or like or quote unquote the good guy. Yeah, the good guy. I just think it's just it's just sometimes people want to do what the fuck they want to do. And so I'm like, but I feel like trappers. I don't know. I have a thing for trappers, but trappers. I don't know what it is. The money be coming in so fast. They think they're invincible and and they just want to do whatever the fuck they want to do. And so, I mean, I'm learning to stay away from those. I can't remember the last time I met a guy that trapped. Oh, I, I think I would love I'm a, a, I would I'm surrounded fun, by trappers. I would love a fun summer, okay? I, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about drug deals. I'm not even talking about scammers. I don't even know anybody that busts No, trucks. I don't care what you got to do to do what you need to do to get what you need to get. Anything. I don't even know anybody that busts checks anymore. I don't know any. I just know... I know a bunch of drug dealers. Busting checks is always very weird to me. I'd be wire money. It was always very scary. I'd be like, I don't want that shit. I listen, listen. I don't want to know how you do it. I don't. I don't want to know when you do it. I just want you to be okay. I wish I like anybody I talk to that trapped. I wish I get them out of it. Okay, so when is the last time you did the unit? Do this. So how can we giving these talks and niggas being like, oh, who should lay tomorrow? Tomorrow, I'm done tomorrow. I'm out the game tomorrow. Nah, I'll be like, listen, I'm all for the fun and games, but that when this time when they be coming knocking on your door and start questioning you, no, get take your money and get the fuck out the game. Stop buying designer shit. Stop spending money on women that are not going to be beneficial in your life. And don't give a shit about you. And don't give a shit about you and that's using you. You're going to have to learn how to filter out and know the difference. Um, And get out the game. 
Like I know, I actually, I'm, I know two trappers that I know. They actually, because of my conversations, they're done trapping and they invested their money into businesses, into real estate. Doing good work. Yeah. You know, I'm trying because I'm like, yeah, I understand. Like that fast life is amazing, man. Oh my god, my that early twenties was handicap- the best shit. That should be handicapping them. Like they be acting like there's just like nothing, nothing else, nothing else. To- because you know what like, it is. I, I think- talk to my homeboys like you know what I think. With the- what fears them is them not having the freedom to move the way they want to. Not in a sense and the commitment. The commitment. I think. I think that's the problem because, and I understand that because. Going to a, a, a nine to five every day, trying to meet goals and having to be somewhere. Micromanaging. Yeah, that that's a who whose life who 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 wants that life, right? But I feel like if you don't want that life, then if you're gonna be doing illegal activities, then get the money and invest it. And I'm like, you don't have to have a you don't have to be selling T-shirts like everybody else. You don't have to be selling hair like everybody else. You could create an LLC and just buy houses and rent them shits out. Do that. You just do that. Create an LLC and buy houses on the LLC. You know what? I would like to come up with a list of other things that people could do than the things that are already being done. A I feel times. like I feel like we're not. I think I think our generation is really starting to be up on real estate, right? Yeah, but I feel like real estate in New York is just so expensive. So yeah, you definitely gotta go. You gotta go other, leave the state. To you gotta leave the state and then maybe come back. Um, I think with us, we don't. But I don't know a lot of black businesses that are service based. Like I don't know a lot of black owned businesses. Honestly, let me take that back. Look for what I'm about to say though, because I know like a lot of black owned body shops. Okay. That's fine. Or like repair shop. Like I, I know like yeah. And like especially like up in like Flatbush, up in like say you want to go, or go drive up like Rogers or whatever, you see less a lot of like tire repair shops and stuff like that. Like be open twenty four hours or stuff. Or that's all throughout Brooklyn, especially on our side. Um, but I don't know a lot of us who own like accounting firms. I don't even know a lot of us that owns. Um, like a doctor's office. As a matter of fact, one of my best friends is she's in medical school, and she's only she's in two. She the only black, black people are two percent of eight hundred over eight hundred thousand doctors in the U.S. that are active. What wasn't didn't a uh, something just opened in Brooklyn? Um, oh oh, this Haitian woman, a black Haitian woman. She opened up a I think an urgent care. Yeah, she opened up a urgent and that's care. A f- that's, that's a major that's a that's major you know it's not enough of us doing i think i think we are going to start doing that but i think with the problem with black people that we feel like we have to show like like things have to be shown like we like if you don't have a business if it's not like a brick and mortar or online business where you have to have um products i feel like i think what i think is beautiful there's a lot of businesses that are coming out to like that can repair your credit um i think that's pretty cool i think um, it'd be nice to see more like doctor offices, dentist. Um, yes. Cause I make it my business to go like my, I'm going to the gynecologist on Monday. I mean, on Wednesday. And I think it's, I make sure that my gynecologist is a black woman because I understand, I know she understands what we go through. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure that my, my, I, I have not really found a, a, uh, a primary care physician as a black, as a black person. I'm trying to find one. If anybody know any, send them to me, DM it to me. Um, or text me if you are listening. Um, but I always try to make sure, like, my dentist is black. I don't play that shit. Like, I always try to find 
get my business to yeah you should have went to a black see you asked yes went downtown first of all that's where you fucked up it's downtown brooklyn expensive as hell and so you know that's supposed to what i do but i think that we have to start shifting like the narrative like everything doesn't have to be like yo i'm gonna have a t-shirt company if i see another t-shirt company i want to scream now i always say to tell people i like listen i don't tell people that things are oversaturated or things i don't like to tell people that shit like that they feel that the internet is oversaturated because i'm like my biggest example is how many caribbean restaurants are in fucking flatbush and a lot of them are fucking thriving you know, Peppers but, has my heart. Uh, Peppers, that jerk chicken. Because every every Caribbean restaurant offers I something just go that's for good. Because even if you go to no, their fish, their fish is bomb. Oh, you have the fish. Oh stuff. my god, their and fish I've is bomb. I'm stuck on the jerk chicken. No, the fish. Ooh, that that the snapper. The okay, escovie. Next time I go, I'm gonna get the snapper. So. It, like think about it, like each restaurant offers something else. Like I might go. There's a spot in Flatbush. I forgot the name of it. It's right at before that you hit the junction. I feel I go to them for curry goat. I think they have the I best curry. curry goat, no. I, their curry goat is so bomb, but I might go to somewhere else for like we go to Peppers for jerk chicken. So I feel like C and J's for that macaroni salad. No, it's with a side of attitude. It's side of attitude, but you know what I'm saying. But it, they offer different things, so I don't like to say things are too oversaturated because I feel like as long as you find your niche, you can thrive in it. Sure. But I feel like we have this thing where we we enter these spaces where. And we see someone else is else doing well in it, we feel like we can do it too. And nothing is wrong with that, but it's just like you don't see we don't we we get the perception, especially via social media. We get the perception. And I feel like like I feel like every guy I meet wants to make a t shirt company. Everybody wants to have a t shirt company. And I'm like, what's the point of your t shirt? Like, okay, if you want to have some dope slogans or whatever the case may be, I'm about fine. To say, I don't know nobody with no t shirt company. I know I've I, 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 yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying. A lot of people, but see, his things. But he's are been doing that forever. But he, not even that. His content is different. It's yeah. it's it's original. It's his actual art, art and it's his art. Whereas it's like somebody might just like just want to make a t-shirt company, and I'm like, but why? No one's gonna answer the why. No one answers the why. And what makes this so? But why? Special? And what makes it so special? And now everybody's doing like now women. First it was the hair. Now it's the lashes. Now everybody's doing microblading. It's like we think, like we see these things, and it's just like it's not. To me, I don't find it to be original. Like it's just like, like how could you stand out? It like I feel like it's okay for us to like. To use our intellect to, it's okay to get these to get the education, but I feel like a lot of times, like I really it's a, sometimes I, don't know. I think a lot of times our mind doesn't go beyond what we see. Yeah, like remember when a few podcasts ago where you was like I want to buy land to put solar panels on land yeah I've never heard about that you don't know how many people I've been saying we gotta we gotta put solar panels on <laughs> like I'm telling my friends that but I'm like well look into it you yeah. know but like I want to know that if we didn't have that conversation. conversation you get what I'm saying or um that website that you gave me with land for sale I've been sending it to my friends like look like we could buy land, you know what I mean? Um, granted, we got to do like our background and like yeah. and the homework and shit. But I was like, wow, look at this. Or like even a solar panel. They're like, solar panel for what? And I'm like, no, y'all told me. And I'm like, Google it and do this and do that. But like, that's why sometimes I feel like they're neat. Like, something has to go out because even, okay, take what I do for a living. I'm going to buy a first sex toy company. You don't know how many times I get DMs where people are like, how did you get that job? Yeah. Like, how? How? 
And I'm always like, uh, I just went on Indeed and I, well, I just popped out like I just saw it. And I was like, this looks interesting. Like, let me apply. And I knew the competition would be at a minimum yeah. because I knew a lot of people would be like, ah, uh, that's weird. Not working for a sex service. Yeah. Whatever. But I'm always like, that's not like my job is not even a job. Like if I never saw that post on indeed it would have never even came to my mind that you could be a buyer for a sex toy store mm-hmm. i never even thought about that you know thought about buying it for, just like, like popped up and now i tell people yeah i just want to be a buyer in fashion and now i'm telling people i'm like all right this is what you do like figure out what industry you want to work in go and then figure out like what are the top um companies for this industry and then go on like if you want to have a job or whatever go on linkedin Look for the people who work for those companies. Mm-hmm. Follow them and try to make connections with them. Look at uh, what they do from their day to day in their um, in their recent job description, and try to connect that with like try to add those things to your LinkedIn and your, like try to connect it with what you currently do. Then reach out to them or send them like your resume or whatever. However that works. But sometimes I just feel like we just don't see beyond certain things unless they're put in my, our face. Yeah, we don't. And and I totally understand that. Um, but I feel like, like granted, I would, my, well, then again, my dad always talks about stuff like that. And my dad is into real estate. But I didn't get that idea because, I, of course, I had a conversation with someone. But I always, my, I always, my dad always talks about like you gotta get into wholesaling, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. Like I think about all the money no, I blow. Yeah, like that. This shit, like the shit that you need to, like I need to do. Like I already have it in my head how I'm gonna do things. It's just like I'm just waiting for some things to be finished first, and then I'm gonna go because I already did. I've already completed my research. I need, I know everything that I need need to know at this point. I'm I'm good to go. I'm just waiting for some things to clear up, and I'm 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 on the next next thing smoking. So. I just feel like granted I understand like granted like that we don't we don't we're not privy to a lot of things we're not aware but I feel like at some point it's our duty to look outside the box yeah I feel like it's our responsibility and I feel like everything cannot be like my goal I don't care what no I say my goal is to, to not be working by 40 and I feel like that's, um, the path that I want I may not be up it might be sooner than that but I feel like I, I want to be able to make money in my sleep and have multiple streams of income where I don't have to worry about anything. Like I want to be able to, I want to be able to sleep when I want to. I, I, don't, I want to be able to travel when I want to. I'm going to be like, yo, Lauren, girl, listen, I got a yacht. You want to come to Miami? You know, whatever. I should, I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to experience life. I want to be able to experience what I want. And the only way is to do that is to invest into myself and, and find ways to work in my sleep. Yeah. I always say like, the biggest thing for me is ultimately freedom. Yeah, that's that's the like, only goal. You, your freedom, it, it, that's the I, goal. I don't care about being a boss. I don't care. Like, all of those terms and shit, people... No, I want freedom. freedom. I want to be able to... If I want to stay in my bed, and that, that, it's, bed. it's raining. It's you snowing know? outside. I shouldn't have... I feel like like my, that my job now, like, I think the craziest thing is that, like, I work... I feel like my job is not even, like, what we do. I don't think it's important that... We need to be there when it's snow. Like they don't care if you. They want us there driving in like a blizzard because we have to service customers. And I feel like, um, no, because I'm just at that point. You don't care about my life, and um, I'm just replaceable at that point. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So that's the thing about a lot of jobs that I am not 
I'm not okay with. It's like you're just a number, and that's why I refuse. Because now that I'm going, my my family got to heal from that. Something that something like that. Like I'm not I'm not a fireman. I'm not a police policeman or anything like that. There's no reason why I have to risk my life for certain things. Certain things can wait. And that's also another reason as to why like I think it's such a good thing that we are and our peers and like everybody we are becoming entrepreneurs because we know how it feels when it's fucking freezing cold outside and your job is like oh but nah still get on the train and come on yeah that's why a lot of startup companies are actually doing good right now like especially the ones in the city like a lot of them like they understand like i know somebody who i feel like this boy travels every time i turn around he has there's no limit on his vacation like he travels i think you know him too I tell you, I don't know if he wants us to talk about him, but I tell okay. you, I tell you. But you definitely know him. Um, he he travels um, a lot. Like this boy be going everywhere, and he travels by himself a lot. Um, um, also, like they understand, like okay, if you need a day off, you need a day off, or whatever the case may be. Or they will close down because of, like the weather is terrible. Like we're not gonna make it nobody come into the city because even sometimes like the snow, it goes it it. it it freezes on the stairs. You can slip and fall and hurt yourself. Like, nobody thinks about this. It ain't just, so like... So many times I done had fights just with the wind yeah, and just, the snow and the ground. ground. And, like... But, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, and that's why, like, me personally, like, my ultimate goal is, like, I, I swear to you, I want to buy a house either by the end of the next year or early. I'm praying by the grace of God by the beginning of next year of 2020. And I'm not buying a house. I'm going to in there. You're going to do it. I am. I'm going to do it. I'm trying. And my thing is, it's like, I want to be able to have so many houses. And what I want to do, essentially, is like when people come out of jail, I want to work with like jails or whatever, where I can start training people while they're in jail and find job placement. Like, I want to do like more like, um, like renovations for houses. Mm-hmm. So people can learn how to do carpentry and plumbing. And that's and so lit for them. Yeah, that would be so as great for them. So even they, they, they want to come out, say, for example, say they were selling drugs and they come out and they may have like a good $75,000 stash somewhere where they can start their business. They already have these job skills so they can start their business and do that. Like, I feel like there aren't a lot of avenues for people to come out of jail so they can get back on their feet. And they come out so ready to work, but that shit could easily like... Um, dwindled down by all the obstacles that yeah. like, they come across getting out of jail and I feel like um yeah and they I'm, go back to that street life and so like because they things don't have like nothing. that are amazing and then on top of that I just feel like who wants to come out of jail working at McDonald's well not McDonald's like $15 an hour but still like with the cost of living especially in, in places like New York and San you Francisco you grown as man, man and you got kids to take care you got kids to take care of. Nobody wants to do that. How you can pay your rent? And that, that's why people go back to the streets. So I'm, that's why I'm like, if I know, if I could find a way to work with, like, let's just say, like, Rikers or whatever, I could be like, okay, well, this person's come out of jail. Let, let's start them on the six-month program where they can work under my company, where they can pick up, a, you know, some type of skill or a trade, and then we can help them find jobs. Because mm-hmm. by that by that time, I want to be able, I can, even, even if they have to work for me, like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to pay you this. And you can work on this house that I have. I have a house that needs renovation. You know, whatever the case may be. Like, because I know a lot of people that actually are buying houses right now. And that's flipping them and repairing them or renting them out. I could always find somebody a job. So I want to be that liaison eventually. But I feel like I have to put myself in a position where I could financially assist people. And I can't do that unless I get my shit together. Right. So that's just my main goal. Like, that's something I feel like I'm really passionate about. 
because I feel like this, this this jail system is here to fuck us up anyway, especially people of color. And it's so, gonna keep you down. It's keep you down. So no, we're get, gonna we're gonna like the rest. I'm telling you, I, that's like my main goal is to really have a business like that, so you don't have to ever go back to the streets and you can make a good money working and um you can you can make good money just laying down some pipes or you know putting up some paint or whatever crown molding or whatever the case may be and they keep you busy they keep you busy and you're always gonna have a job uh-huh and they yeah and it's easily that they'll people are gonna always need a carpenter yeah or something a plumber mm-hmm. you're gonna always like and you that's always I, need a maintenance man. Yeah, that's what I want to do, and that's why I'm like, I want to, I want to do that. That's something I want to do. I want to help felons get off the street. I really do. I love that idea. I really do, and that's, that's why I'm saying, like, I have to get myself to to in a position. Like, I can't. Like, I have a plan mapped out in my head, and that's something that means a lot to me. Because mm-hmm. I feel like they don't have, like, they, they. I think when you come out of jail and you get forty dollars, automatically get forty dollars when you come out of jail. What the fuck are you gonna do with that? Huh? Yeah, when you come out of jail, you get $40. You can't. You could barely get... You can't get nothing with $40. I don't even know, like, how much the bus costs to... Like, if you upstate at Attica, how much it and costs to come back. if you don't have nobody. And that's why I said, like, I would... I literally would... Pro- like, I would try to provide, like, housing, like, rooms and stuff like that for people. And then, like... I'm pretty sure there's some grants and stuff you that can get, get that in. government I mean, funding. Yeah, that government sure. funding. Or whatever, that like, can provide rooms where... Okay, granted, like... All right... Hey guys, listen. We got a job site. We're gonna train you on, or whatever the case. Or I gotta take them to a training facility that I have that, or I work with somebody that for training, so they can learn. Cause I know most people, most people don't want to go back to jail. Most people want to make money. Nobody, listen. Don't nobody want to be in jail. All them shows, up them jail shows you watch, ain't nothing but people. They sit up there like, do not come here. This is hell. Mm-hmm. Ain't no, ain't no women here, or ain't no men here. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. don't want to be here facts like i have no freedom i can't do anything so no i think that's an amazing idea also Thank very fu- very fulfilling yeah i want to help like people. mentally um i feel like so many men like i know too many men who go back and i'm just like and i'm wrong some people just some people just don't want to some people just don't want to do it. Some people don't want to change. They just want to go back to the streets or whatever that's the case but may that be. option. I like that option. It, it Sometimes can be you like- don't even have that option. And I feel like if people, if men and, or women get out of jail knowing that they have that option, that will keep them, that will kind of keep them sane for a minute to know like I have an option and that option is not McDonald's. Yeah. And it could also be like, it could be also how I look at it like too. It could be like a help with early release. Like, help them, like, well, you're in this job training program, so. Kind of feel like too many people go to school, like, they go to school in prison, and they get these degrees, and they, no one's hiring them. But I, everybody I know who, like, I used to date this guy, he was, like, 10 years older than me. He went to, he went to, to jail for selling cocaine. He, I think he did, like, he, he got locked up when he was 20, got out, like, like, he did, like, maybe, like, six, seven years, whatever. The only place that he could find a job is construction. And... I think at the time when I met him, he was doing construction for two years. He was already like a, a, a supervisor or some shit like that. And he was making like 140 a year already. 
And granted, it had put in more hours and stuff like that. But he was like, yo, I'm able to do what I, I'm able to survive and make the money that I feel like is sustainable for me if I want to have a family. I'm not like he's like, I'm a felon. There's nothing I can do about it. I, he doesn't mess with drugs no more. He changed his life. But no one is going to look at him and believe that he changed his life. Like I would. Like I would hire you. OK, well, you, you know, you don't have no drugs in this wall. You know, no money. We don't have no problem. You know what I'm saying? But. Yeah, I actually think hire. it's fucked up that, like, just because people you change. went to jail, you automatically, like... And then so many people have gone to jail so young. Yeah, like, people... Like, like I said, this goes back to, like... think about all the stupid shit you've done. Exactly. And that's why you gotta give people space to grow. You gotta give people space to grow. You have to give people space to grow, because people don't have the same mentality. Like, most of us don't even have the same mentality from yesterday. You know how many times I flip-flopped on certain things? Because I'm like, dang, I got even that more information. That's so true. I got more information. I was like, well, you know what? Because I now I experienced that. So actually, no, like, no, you got to give people room to grow so they can be able to experience certain things. I mean, that's just me personally, you know, but that's what I want to do. Um, that's one of my goals. And that's the reason why I wanted my main goal for getting into real estate. So I could have like houses and things like that. So people can work on them and they can make money from it. So they can get these jobs or whatever the case may be. And hopefully they can start their own businesses too. Because even as even if I had a brick and mortar, my main goal is to train, most likely it will be women working for me, but my goal would be to train women. Like, listen, y'all are not going to be working at my store for five, six, seven, eight years. That's a fact. We're going to figure out a way. If you want to own your own business or own something like this, then fine. We're gonna. I want to teach you how to operate a business and do all these things so you can, so you can work for yourself and create your own avenues. Mm-hmm. You know, I even if you even I don't care if your business is better than mine. That's the goal. I can't run this shit forever. I'm gonna die eventually. You know, but that's the mentality that I have. Like I like I said, I, what I what I want to do, I have to be in a position. Like, and that's the thing. Like I'm saving, I'm reading, I'm researching, I'm doing everything I need to do, so I can be able to get what I want, and I can start the ball. The balls can start rolling. And everybody, like I was crazy enough. I think I'm gonna buy a brownstone. I don't know how I'm gonna do it. I don't know how I'm gonna afford it. Where? Here. No, no, no. Like, I wanna, I, I wanna go to the sty. In the sty. I can't afford downtown. Downtown is too expensive. But I'm definitely um, thinking about brownstone because I'm just like, there's so many programs, like, so many programs, and that people need help with rent and things like that. And I maybe if like I can change the culture a little bit, where it's like I'm not charging with, you know. Slokovov down the street is charging for his house. How do I start changing the narrative so we can lower the rent? You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't I think, know. But I think shit like that gets like, I, I don't, I think that rent in a few years is going to get a bit lower. And the only reason why I think that is because we're literally fucking living on top of one another. Everywhere you turn, there's a new huge building being built. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like also in the hood mm-hmm. um, and places where it's normally it's like it's still expensive because you live in New York. But these are pl- these are spaces that were kind of like this is where we live. You know what I mean? And I feel like they're like I was I don't know if maybe I talked about this on a podcast, but there's a building going up on Linden. It's on Linden and Bedford this huge ass building and i googled the building um and i was reading the comments on the building and white people were like you could tell white people were leaving these comments because they were like 
yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's going to be really nice, but I would still never go by that area. Yeah. Like, I would never live in this area. This area is bad. This area is blah, blah, blah. And the block uh, before um, that block was known for being, like, a crazy-ass block. Yeah. Yeah, like, at a certain point, you didn't even... you. First of all, you never saw white people on that block, and you didn't even... You didn't even want to walk on that block, because it was Honestly, bad. I don't... And this is a thing. Good. They don't come over here. Because even the thing but with the now hand, they're coming. Yeah, but don't because then you know what? It's like the same thing with Howard University that that what that white guy said. Yeah. Like like come on, like y'all try to change the fucking culture and like now y'all want to y'all y'all don't want to have us to have block parties and things like this. Is, this is the culture. Even like the white folks that have been here for generations, they know what it's hitting for. Don't even come over here and start changing the narrative. Take your fucking ass back to Ohio where you like to fucking um do square dancing. That is not our fucking problem. Because mm-hmm. no, you see square dancing for. I don't know because that's what they fucking do. I don't. That, I'm assuming that shit. Okay, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. They no. Don't come over here. And start try, trying to change the landscape of shit. Like that guy from that white guy was like, oh well, maybe I should move to uh, Howard University's um campus. The what the fuck are you talking about? That doesn't make sense. I saw that and they posted like naked pictures of him or something. I didn't like see that. that. I don't know. I didn't see that. But that's the problem. Like, but then again, don't come into our neighborhoods because imagine like now like like for example like. Flatbush is a heavy Caribbean neighborhood, right? And I love Flatbush in the summertime. That's what I love about it. It's it's a different type of culture. Like there for ten years and like I just the barbecues. The The barbecues in the summertime. Go to the Best Eye. Best Eye is you know is more Black American, but at block parties is our shit. Yeah, block parties in Best Eye is our shit. Like even like even I live in the East, so even my my block had a block party. I was pissed off about it because I didn't know that and I couldn't move my car. But like it. Let, let's not like come on like let's be for real here like y'all come into these neighborhoods and you guys try to change the fucking landscape and it's a fucking dub because the, the community's not having it now like y'all, y'all coming in trying to buy up everything and then y'all moving in no but, that's one thing we're going to keep is our but culture but you know what i wonder sometimes like are they aware of themselves or like are they aware that like i am moving into this area and i am pushing um, people who have no. been in these spaces for years. That's, out I'm being because that's in their fucking like, nature. I always yeah, and I'm like, is it, is it not like, it just seems like they get in these areas and like they don't. No, honestly, they, it's just like they don't give a fuck. Unfortunately, I'm gonna be honest with you, and this is my opinion. Unfortunately, any white listeners, I'm sorry to offend you. I doubt Maybe I got a lot of white you, listeners. Uh huh. You do. I, I doubt it. I, okay, but I even if it. if there are, I'm, I'm ex- let me explain something to you before we you know go off to another topic. The the thing about white people in America, because I know sometimes the culture is different and the, and the mind state is different overseas, especially middle white America, is a sense of fucking entitlement. The problem is is that, and this is our fault too, Lauren. This is our fault because we don't buy shit in our neighborhoods. The problem is that we always want to leave. So now I understand where, you know, Becky comes from, let's say, Illinois. And she wants to, her and her family decide to buy a brownstone. She don't want people in front of her house smoking or blasting loud music every day. Which I understand because she actually owns that shit. A lot of us don't own it. And any of us that do own it, that have family members that own it, they're selling their property. Because now the taxes are too high or things like that. We don't actually come in and actually be like, okay, well, you know what? 
I know, you know, Miss Miss Johnson over there, she's 80 something years old. She doesn't have any family and you know, she wants she can't handle the taxes. Maybe we should take over, buy the house from her, buy the property, whatever. And well, she could probably sell it for you for dumb cheap. Cause even my landlord, my landlord bought my the house that I live in. And my he's a he's African American. He bought my house that I live in for three hundred and seventy seventy thousand dollars at the time. Mm-hmm. My house is worth the house I live in now is worth one million dollars. Now the original owner was a black woman. The black woman refused to sell the Jews because she already knew what they were doing. And she was an older black woman, and my landlord was telling me like. What Jews were doing at the time was they would hire a black person to pretend that they were interested in a house. Oh. And by t- and when they come to closing, the Jews are there signing the deal. Mm-mm. So my landlord had to literally take her out to dinner. My landlord had him take bring her to her house so he could she could meet the family. To, she could, he could see like okay like I own a property here I have a property there. So he that's what he does. That's what my landlord does. He try to find like people who cannot control their or who can't afford their taxes anymore that might end up having a tax lien and you try to take over or whatever like okay listen you got to stay here for a little bit longer whatever the case may be i'm gonna um i'm gonna take over everything for you so he can get it for cheaper but that's his mindset to try to save his neighborhood because my landlord i told him the other day he's like yo i'm trying to buy up east new york i grew up in the east this is like i'm seeing i'm already seeing the shift and everything i seen them building up like building up condos and they're riding their bikes through here. I already know what it's hitting for because I'm like, we have block parties. They barbecue. This is what we do. Like, we're loud. We're loud people. We like to have fun. Like, my block this, this today. You hear you hear Frankie Frankie Beverly down the street and then you hear Barris Hammond on the other side. But let's not act like white people are not loud. No, but no, not not like that. Like No, like, I'm just saying, like, in general, like, yeah. when they do, do them complaints and shit. Yeah. I, and I feel like they're loud and they're rowdy and they're hype and they're crunk. Yeah, it's a totally different... It's, it's, it's fucking... It's, di- it's way a worse. It's different, and it's a different. It's a definitely different dynamic because they're more reckless. With us, it's like we're loud because we're like playing a card game, right? Like, oh, like, ah, oh, shit, like, what the fuck? Like, no, they're drunk and reckless. And I'm just speaking from my personal experience from being being in those environments. But I feel like if you, if if any of our white listeners, if you move into a predominantly whether it's a black community or Asian or Hispanic, don't re- remember why those spaces were fucking created to begin with. Remember why it's predominantly us there in, in in the first place, and understand that why the culture is the way that it is for a reason. So don't come over here and and just think that you could just come over and just start changing things. Like remember when you we was watch? Did you watch um? What's the name of Spike Lee's show? Oh my God, it's on Netflix. The, he made a movie a movie back in the eighties about it. Oh, she gotta have it. Yeah. And they had like a town like a little town meeting or something like that. Or community meeting because a woman owned a brown so the white woman moved in she's like i don't understand why they gotta be block parties i don't understand this and it's just like you're not trying to understand the culture i feel like certain things are just you just can't shouldn't be touched well just go to manhattan yeah just go to manhattan go to jersey Stay in the city like just leave our spaces alone let us leave let us, our let us spaces ha- alone let us have something i swear the only thing white people can't take from us is beyonce like <laughs> but that's but you know what that's our fault though because i don't like i know so many people who rather like like for me like that's what i'm saying like this is another reason why i want to own real estate so we can control our now we don't own anything yeah so everybody's just buying up shit and then we complain and we're complaining we're complaining like and that's the thing like and that's why like i find it so important it's just like because at point like even if you move out the hood right you move out the hood 
eventually you want to come back because it's something that, that that the hood brings to you. Like whether it's the food or your favorite restaurant or you you don't want to visit family or there's certain cultural events or something. We cannot all leave the fucking hood. We cannot. So we should like work towards making work. Yeah, better. yeah. Even if so, like even to say for example, like. What people, a lot of people do too, others, what they do is they get groups. They get parties of maybe like five or six and they all put money in together to buy these pro- these, buy these buildings and buy these commercial pr- properties. But My when, uncle does that. When I talk to people do, about doing that shit, nobody wants to do it. But then again, like y'all complain about like, oh, you know what? I just bought a Benz. This shit is mad expensive. Everybody's buying up Chanel's. Everybody's buying up all these bags and things like that, but have no assets paying for the shit. And then it's like now you don't have any assets because you could have bought that fucking house or that building in your neighborhood. And then your, your community would have supported it. And then also like outside people, like I'm from Long Island. You know how many times I drove to Peppa's just to get some fucking chicken and drove right back to Long Island? I mean, we just have to like start like thinking outside the box. And I'm just like, my thing is more so just preserving the culture. Understand like there's a different dynamic. You know who I really kind of appreciate? What's her name? That rapper. And the movie they made Roxanne, Roxanne out of her. Um... Oh, uh, Shantae. Shantae. She says she refused to move out of her hood. Even though she's a millionaire, she said, I refuse because I need to see the kids. I need to see the kids see there's something else besides, you know, getting into illegal activities. Because now they can see, like, oh, you know, she she got this going on. She got that. You know, she, she did her fucking thing. She invested in her community. Nothing is wrong with that. You know, if you want to live outside the community, fine. But I don't think nothing's wrong with actually still buying into it as well. I agree. I remember I was watching The Breakfast Club and DJ Envy was arguing with, is it Dr. Umar? Dr. Umar Johnson. Umar Johnson. Where he was basically saying, like, he put his kids in private schools. Even though they're oh, talking no about my, like, um, you're talking about, um, um, was it, no. Mike, Big Mike? No, Big Mike. I don't um, think it was Mike. Um, um, no, I'm talking about Killer Mike. I don't think it was Killer Mike. Was it Killer Mike? It was Killer, him, Killer and Kill, Mike. him and Killer Mike were going back and forth about that. Oh, yes. Okay, it was Killer Mike. Where, because um, Killer Mike's kids are in just regular school. Yeah. And in a black area. Um, and DJ Envy was like, well, no, I put my kids in private school. He was like, you're black kids with no black people. And he was talking about how like... The daughter has some issues and all this other shit. And I'm just like, we, why do we always think that, like, sometimes, like... We feel like these other spaces are better than ours. Yeah. We put more value into it. But the thing is, it's like, you're paying... Like, you could... But my thing is, like, you could have... Okay, granted, like... Okay, like, he's in a rich neighborhood. That's where he lives or whatever in Jersey, right? And you may have to... I don't know why he couldn't send some send those his kids to that school district that his child is in. He they wanted he wanted to go to private school. I feel like the same money you're gonna be paying for that private school, you could put putting into a school in your, in the in that community where they can have the same opportunities. And I feel like and I feel like DJ Envy in that same interview put his foot in his mouth because he's like, well, my child is into real estate and certain things and into certain techs and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, because they witnessing that in their household. Don't discredit yourself and say that that the school did that. No, you are showing them that. So I feel like, and, and I don't know, like I just have a different mindset and I'm like, maybe it's the way I was raised or whatever the case may be, but I was raised to just to, to be in a position. If you can even, how about this? My dad is, my dad and my mother met because they were CEOs. They, that's how they met. They were CEOs. They did training together, whatever. This, this guy I used to date, this guy I used to date, date works for like 
well, we worked, my parents worked in Nassau County, so they had like a sheriff's department and like the Nassau Medical Facility, um, Medical Center facilities right next door. So this guy used to date, come to find out, was selling drugs. And my dad used to work in a unit where the people, like the inmate, he would have to take the inmates to the hospital if they get sick or whatever. So the guy I was dating at the time, he had to be like fresh out of high school or whatever. And he was doing maintenance, but he was still selling drugs. He was just doing it to get into jobs. So, you know, just to shut his mother up or whatever, but he was still selling drugs or whatever. So my dad would see him all the time, like, yo, what's going on? Or whatever the case may be. Like, yo, like, like my dad would just spit to him and just talk to him about mad knowledge and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And when I, and actually it's crazy enough, like, I did not know that. He was like, yo, your father's the reason why I stopped selling drugs. Your father never knew I was selling drugs, but he would give kicks so much information to me and he would just talk to me. And just even just little conversations meant so much. He's like, I have so much respect for your father. And your father would, did not know I was selling drugs. You know, I told my dad that story. My dad started crying. Because you never know, like, what influence you yeah, can have yeah. on somebody. Life just having a conversation. And my dad is so for, like, black men and, and just getting our shit together and just doing so many things. Like, you never know how far a conversation should, can go, especially when you have knowledge that you could pass on. So, um, I don't know. That's just something, like... We just got to do more and just be there for our community, even if it's something as simple as a conversation. Because sometimes if people be like, oh, well, you're talking, you're not really doing nothing. But sometimes that's how things start, just by a conversation. That is true. And then um, I know that we were raised sometimes to think, like, white is better, but we have to get out of it. Yeah. Like, um, I feel like it's the reason why we're kind of stuck stuck where we are now. We got to break out of that. Like, go out your way to support black people. We have to. Mm-hmm. We have to, cause it's so easy for us to go and you know support all of these other companies, but when it comes to our own, I know we complain about the customer service and we complain about, but like speak to them, help them, and like, stop going try. into and stop going into these spaces with the with the intentions or with the mindset that they're going to fail. Also, another because you're gonna be nitpicking at everything. I am an avid like I've been reading Yelp reviews because I'm like doing my own studies. Um, for something i've been reading yelp reviews like crazy and like black people when we're uh leaving yelp reviews for black people like can we stop reminding them that they are a black owned business they're a business right they are a business you don't have to um start your comments with i really wanted to support a black owned business no you don't you don't start a Walmart Yelp review with that you don't start a target Yelp, whatever or even like the little mom and pop stores yeah or you you don't start it with that. Like let's let's just write a clear out review. I'm telling because you. Because I feel like mm. when other um races are reading these reviews, they like Yeah. Damn. Like that's Cause we are our biggest cri- yeah we are our biggest critics and I just like I said like we go into these spaces with the intentions that they're gonna fuck up and we don't we don't give them a chance to rectify the situation and don't get me wrong like there's some people who just don't have great customer service and but I think that's what everybody it's just not a black owned business problem that's a fact it is not a black owned business problem I think that we just keep we give everybody else's the same chances but we don't give ourselves the same space and the opportunity to do so and especially we never even let them know there's a problem at hand no we just walk out we pissed. walk out pissed like this is why I don't support get like, Oh, fuck that! I mean, how many times? I mean, you. I went. Me and Nikki went to an Italian restaurant in Long Island, where near where she lives. And I felt like the lady was being so nasty. Like she even get like she kind of like assumed that we knew the menu because it's our first, well, but my first time being there, or assumed it was on there. And even the owner was looking like, no, don't worry about it. I'm gonna take care of it from here. 
because he'd been told that he she would have an attitude. You know what I'm saying? It's, this is not just a black a black problem. This is a problem for a lot, especially new small businesses. So give us the same fucking courtesy that you're gonna give everybody else. Mm-hmm. That's the shit that that that, that pisses me off. Give us the same fucking respect. Like I even like for me, like I guess I get frustrated, but I'm just like, yo, let me have a conversation with this business owner. I'll be like, you know what? Sis, you don't have to handle that conversation like that. We we can we can do that. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying, but whatever. Yeah. Um I feel like we can round up the conversation. I wanna talk about Beyonce's live album that I love. It's I, I in the to gym. It. I don't know if it's the band, but it goes hard. I don't know. I thought it was a waste of time, and I think she should she should have never touched before I let before I let go. I think it's cute. Don't like it. She it sounds very soulless. There's no spirit. There's no soul in it. There's nothing. She should never touch that song. That's a classic song. If you and I felt like I watched it. I watched a documentary and I skipped ninety percent of the documentary. I just wanted to see the background scenes. I feel like that. I was told that I saw the show last year. If you and the Beehive. Go to Yaya page. Oh, Yaya page private. Listen, I like, don't get me wrong, I love Beyonce. I'm not a Beyonce stan, but I like Beyonce. I just felt like, I didn't understand the purpose of it. I did want to see more behind the scenes. Scenes? Like, I don't feel like I needed to see, see the, the show. performance again. Um, I would have liked, I would have liked to see small highlights from the performance and more of like the behind the scenes what went into the show because I thought it was so beautiful when she was talking about um, how she picked everyone and why and all of these yeah. things. Like I thought that was so cool. I skipped most and of that. Like, I was like, why am I watching all this? of the um, just the different dynamics that everyone played or like. Why she had to have so many cameramen to hit all of these angles. Like, I thought that was actually really cool. And I would have preferred to see that more than, um, yeah, the performance. But, I, man, that live album in the gym, like, no. uh, it just gets, I don't know if it's the band or what, but. I didn't listen to the whole thing. Well, I was like, let me see before I let go. And I was like, oh, my God. I think it's cute. I don't like I it. like how they got. Um, we cannot just, some things we just cannot, should just, some classics we just do not need to touch. Just leave that shit alone. Leave barbecue music as barbecue music. Leave it the fuck alone. I feel like you're the only person who I No, you should see my DMs when I posted that shit yesterday. They was like, I didn't want to say it because I didn't want to be attacked. People were telling me they hated the song. People were saying they hated it. They hate, a lot of people were like, I hate that song. Thought it was cute. Little like bunny hop. I even anyway. <sighs> anyway, yeah. Whatever. Um. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week. Um. Mm-hmm. I wanted to say something. If you love the show, go on iTunes podcast. Leave you said a review, this, please. No, I, I have to keep saying. <laughs> that. You said that already. I need my review. And also, if you want to be on here, reviews. but we want. We want intellects, though. We don't want no stupid ass people. I like a mix. I don't, because I'm going to be real annoyed. But you're going to keep going. <laughs> and that's why. Yeah, we need like a good mix of people. Like, we need free thinkers. Nah, nah, we're good. We need. Keep that kind of shit over there. We need, you know. Whatever. We, just, we need a good mix. But yeah, if you want to be on the show, hit me up. Or hit Yaya up. Um, And again, thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.